All right, welcome to Talkin' Shift, the only podcast that allows you to call in and tell your stories live on the air. We are talking tonight, we're talking shift with Jess and Trey from 210 Jack, located in East Nashville. We're also talking with Mikey and Brian from The Mockingbird on 12th Avenue, close to downtown. We are getting ready to have a blast. So if this is your first time listening, this is the first episode that we have ever done, Talking Shift. And we are going to be doing it again on August the 1st from 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Guest host to be announced. This was a lot of fun. I hope that you enjoy this. I hope you can catch us next time. You can watch the video right now on our Facebook page, the Nashville Restaurant Radio Facebook page. You can also watch it on the Nashville Restaurant Radio YouTube page. This is a Nashville Restaurant Radio production. We uh, we need your help, however, and I want to help you. So here's what I'm looking for. We have a new contest that we are starting with the first episode, the Talking Shift logo. So we have a Talking Shift logo. It's a microphone. The guy is just speaking. It's something I had done cheap through Fiverr. But you know what? I want to support somebody who's in the industry right now. And if you like to do logos and you work in the restaurant industry... I want to pay you. I'm giving $250 cash to anybody who can come up with the best Talking Shift podcast logo. So we're doing a logo contest. Are you somebody who does graphic design? Do you also work in a restaurant? Would $250 work really well for you right now? So here's what we're going to do. I would love for you to create the logo. You can email me, but I'd love for you to post it on social media what you think I would like you to post it to our account we have a Facebook page uh, as a Facebook group it's called Talking Shift it's a group and we also have an Instagram page Talking underscore Shift underscore podcast tag us tag us in your logo we want to see it we're going to be taking submissions up until the August 1st show and we are going to vote live on the show and we are going to be giving somebody $250 for our new logo if you are amazing with music and you're a musician we are in music city here this show is based in nashville tennessee and you want to write us an entry song uh i'm down for that too i don't care if it's a hip-hop song a rap song a rock song but if you want to do our intro song uh i'm going to do offer the same thing another 250 dollars to the person that comes up with the best beats Whatever it is for our intro, we're going to put it back in your hands. So uh, that that's the kind of some of the announcements on the front end of this show. But we are excited. We talk about, listen, this show is, is fucking whatever you want to talk about. It does not matter. It is uncensored. So if you don't like to hear F-bombs and bad words, then this is not going to be the show for you. This is uncensored, just like you'd hear it in the restaurant. The first hour we talk about, we get we get into some good stuff the first hour. The second hour we kind of go off the rails, and that is like my favorite thing in the world. So if you're a regular Nashville restaurant radio listener, hope that you enjoy this. This is a sneak peek into the minds of what people in the restaurants really think. Uh, we'd love to have more contributors to the show. It's our first show. We had a couple people call in, get on the show. For episode two, we'd love to hear your stories. 
You got stories about Karens, about celebrities, employees, whatever it might be, something that tells the story of what your life is like working in restaurants. We're excited to hear it, and we are going to jump in right now to our show, Talking Shift. Oh. What's up, Trey? Is that a St. Ides hat? Yeah. <laughs> Dude. <laughs> that is OG right there. What's St. Yeah. Ives? <laughs> is is St. Ives is like a malt oh. liquor. Oh. <laughs> I was way back. Edward Forty Hands yesterday. They're like, oh, you've never played Edward Forty Hands? I'm like, no, I, I haven't. But I don't think I've never played Edward Forty Hands. It's whenever you have to um, you have to uh, tape forties to your hands, and you can't take the tape off until you finish the forties. Oh, <laughs> yeah. So very good game with duct tape. The bag, really. Yeah, yeah. I, I, I hate that I've quit drinking now. Opener. <laughs> I have not quit drinking. I have sake here. Yeah. Nice. I'm on bourbon, but sake sounds pretty fantastic. What kind of bourbon are you drinking? So we went to go visit some family, and they gave us this bourbon to try, and I'm kind of on it now. It tastes very caramel-esque. It's very... uh, Freedom juice. Yeah, (laughs) it's freedom juice. Oh, gosh. It's called Soldier Valley <laughs> Bourbon Whiskey. What's that guy's name? That, that guy that's saying, I'm proud to be an American. Lee. Oh, Lee Greenwood. Yeah, yeah. this is his booze. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's, it's Patriot Whiskey. Yeah. I'm like the very patriotic in Tennessee. But they, yeah, he gave it to us. So it's very sweet of him. So I was like, I'm going to enjoy it. And it's in the shape of a canteen. So I was like, that's pretty cool. And my dad was in Vietnam. So like, I can respect that. But yeah. it just is yeah. not care. It's not like part of a hashtag that would describe me. <laughs> well, it is fantastic to have you all here. Um, we have people are actually watching this right now. So Hi, I will, I'm going to give a little update to the people that are watching. Welcome to Talk and Shift. I know it says Nashville Restaurant Radio everywhere because you're on the Nashville Restaurant Radio page. But this is officially the first episode of Talk and Shift. And the idea I was just telling Mikey... Uh, came to me when I was like 20 years old when I worked at the Boundary and I went to MTSU and I would drive every day from the Boundary to MTSU and I every day you get off work you go drink and you just talk about all the crazy shit that happened throughout the shift and I thought man how fucking cool would it be if I, I was on Lightning 100 and I had like a call-in show and servers could call in and be like dude let me tell you about this guy that took a shit on the table and then threw it at the chef tonight like those type stories I wanted to hear in real time, and there was some kind of a platform for that to happen. So, long story short, we started Nashville Restaurant Radio with kind of I kind of wanted to do something along those lines, and then Caroline Galzen called me, you know, almost a year into the show, and she's like, "Hey, we should do a podcast and do it this way," and I'm like, "Yes, let's do it." So we came up with everything, but then we both got way too busy to really do it until I was talking to you, Jess, and you said you're going to open for lunch. And I said, all right, you do that, and I'm going to do this next podcast. So this is it. This is the initial inaugural episode. And thank you guys so much for joining me. Yeah. I don't remember what the date was. You put a date on me for opening for lunch. Well, I have to re-listen to the podcast. Are you open for lunch yet? Absolutely not. (laughs) Same. 
<laughs> but thanks for having us. This is really exciting. I'm I'm excited. And I'm if you hadn't have gotten Brian and Mikey, I would have I would just not do it. You know, I'd be like, <laughs> I can't do it. I'm just kidding. But I was I was really excited that they were coming on. Yeah, me too. No, this is great. This is this is great. I love this. You is so fun. And it's so fun to see. If you're listening out there, you're watching out there, and you want to join in, if you have a story that you want to tell, there is a link. If you look in the comments section here, there is a link to StreamYard.com backslash J9QZ, whatever it is. You click that link, and it's going to put you right here in the green room. I'll be able to see you come in. Now, here's a couple rules today. Um, I don't necessarily want to know the name of your restaurant. If you come on and you want to tell a story, Obviously, we know you guys are 210 Jack and Mockingbird. Uh, I'm Maribel and Green Hills Grove. We want to tell stories. I don't want to disparage restaurants. If you come on and go, yeah, I work at the 10 Angel, and this happened to me last. Like, I don't want the 10. Obviously, it's not the 10 Angel because they're not open. But Rest in peace. I'm not trying to uh, bring any restaurants down here. So anonymity is totally cool. We're just here, here for, for randomly crazy stories. Can they leave it in the comments or something? Because I want all the tea. Spill <laughs> <laughs> it out. All of it. Dump your tea in the comments. Yeah. Um, <laughs> get wild. Get wild. James. Mm -mm. <laughs> no, I'm with you, Jess. <laughs> yes. Yeah. I told you I'm going to be the straight laced. Dr. Drew type guy over here. Yeah, well, if, if, if <laughs> folks at home haven't know. made a drinking game out of every time I'm going to drop a cuss word then on a live podcast, then you should, you know, hey, just suggesting that now, not suggesting over drinking or driving, be responsible. Uh, but yeah, could be a fun one. Yeah, it's yes. probably going to last 20 minutes. Oh, no. <laughs> well, I will. I want to give an official toast to you guys just to say cheers. Thanks for being here. Inaugural episode. Uh, this is a ton of fun. I, I, I love that you guys are here. Thank you so much. Thanks for having us. Cheers. We have some more people joining us. If you'd like to join the show, we've got uh, Mikey and Brian from Mockingbird and Jess and Trey from 210 Jack. And we're hanging out, waiting to hear your stories. If you click the link in the comment section, you can come on the show live and tell your story, and we'll all talk about it. But I'd like to kind of keep it at a topic here. So for the first hour, as we kind of get this thing going, I don't know how long we're going to do this for. If everybody just falls off, then we'll just stop. But I want to talk about one of my main things I wanted to do was guest etiquette. Okay, so if you're listening to this and you work in a restaurant – great. You know what guests should and shouldn't do. But if you're listening to this and you're somebody who dines in a restaurant, I want you to know, I want to hear stories about guests that do stupid things. And I, I, I'm setting you up really well over here, Mikey. And Brian. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's very well publicized. <laughs> the people in your restaurant don't like to pay attention to rules. Oh, so was, yes. Do you, our, do you guys want to lead this one off? Our, our restaurant is kind of like nom. There are no rules. <laughs> no. Take no prisoners. Yeah. No. no it, is, it is a battleground. Yeah. <laughs> it is. Jess, y'all aren't as close to Broadway as we are, girls. No. So, like, oh. you're on the front lines there. Oh. 
Like, I mean, just the like 13, 14 months of green pheasant, I was like, oh my. Yeah. Because <laughs> oh. that, y'all were super, that mm -hmm. was, yeah, y'all were in the trenches there. In the trench. It's a different world. Yeah, it is. And that's the thing you're with Nashville. Like, we keep letting everybody, like, that, that asks us, we tell them the same thing. Like, it's, it just depends on what neighborhood you're in, I think, is what is going to attract a certain demographic. And it's, um, it's just, it's just so wild. Like, I don't think the tourists really go into East Nashville as much. And so, like, as oh, they, they do come, honey. They do. do they? they show up. I feel like we have different experiences as far as um, the guest is concerned, like, guest experience is concerned. I mean, because we do parties of like 15 people for like bachelorettes. Yeah. I don't think a lot of people in, in left and right. I yeah. mean, they'll be like, I don't think a lot Ten of, of them in the dining room at the same time. And yeah. Don't know what to do. Oh, you can't hear anything. It's just like, it's what's just the number weird. one thing that bachelorettes do that bachelorettes shouldn't do? Split checks. Oh. Yeah. I mean, to me, I, we haven't had a horrible experience with it, but like lots of places, they, they just make it like an Instagram thing. So, and they want to get drunk later for, for cheap. So, they'll make reservations and there'll be like 14 of them and they'll come in and spend a hundred and four dollars and they'll be there for like three hours and you know they just want to take pictures at your cute restaurant if you've got something and then they want to go downtown and get wasted so they're not really trying to eat right. um so yeah i mean that that happens quite a bit which is mm. unfortunate um we have but, a major like that it's a really like ongoing daily battle that we have with that like to the point where we've actually had conversations about like a minimum. Yeah. <sighs> we used to have a minimum. Really? It doesn't, yeah. I mean, we had to, um, because it, that's a very real thing. And when you are considering taking yeah. up three or four tables or like some large table um, in your dining room, especially throughout COVID in the last 18 months, like, you know, that's precious space regardless in any time, um, yeah. especially kind of these days and we're all trying to play catch up this year um and next year to make up for last year so are you guys um are your server is your team still wearing masks in the restaurant um we if you are fully vaccinated we are in agreement that we're comfortable not wearing masks right now um there are a few who have chosen not to get vaccinated um and they are wearing masks so um, but with all the Delta variant stuff, we're kind of going back and forth. It's really right now the heat. Um, I think we're all trying to, we're hopeful that it, you know, any Delta variant stuff or any other pop-ups of, um, you know, COVID flare-ups, maybe wait until October to happen if they're going to happen. Um, yeah. So that it's not 100,000 degrees in the surface of the sweaty sun in here trying to work. God. Um, so, yeah, right now that's, we're not, we're not wearing masks. Same. That's the same. We still like do screenings for the employees when they come in, um, but the masks are optional for them. Yeah. Um, we haven't so like. We have a couple staff who wears them. Yeah. Um, mm -hmm. But I just don't. I don't know. I don't feel comfortable asking the team like each person if they're if they're vaccinated or not because I don't want to open up that can of worms. Sure. Um, because then it's like. I'm not, and so blah, 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 this is why. And I'm like, I, I just don't want to get into it. So if you're wanting to do that, then that's fine. But um, 
So it, it's optional. We like Brian said, we still do have peeps that are um, that are wearing their masks to be on the safer side. Mm -hmm. But it is a relief that we don't have to like mask police people, like as far as guests are concerned. <sighs> oh my god, that was so draining. Like every day you'd open the doors and I guess, you know, because you're in the back of the house, you didn't have to face it as much, but like, it was just like, we were bracing for impact because we knew there would be like 25% of guests coming in that were gonna try to like come in without it or like have it below their like nose yeah. or- They love to take it off to talk too. Yeah, yeah. they come in and pull it down and talk to you. I was like- mm -hmm. Just, just keep it on. Keep it on to your table, or like or take, take it off in car. Yeah, people would take it off to sneeze. Yeah, and I was no. like, God. <laughs> <laughs> okay. it's yeah, just wild. But or they it would have like this mask is useless, right? Um, or like Written, like crayon on the front of the mask. Yeah, uh, and it's basically, like, yeah, it's like got it. Okay, cool. Heard you what that was me. that we saw the other day? One said scamdemic. On it. Oh, yeah. <laughs> cool. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it was at the point where people would come in and like they were just like, "Oh my gosh, how are you?" And I was like, "Great, I've only been called a bitch twice tonight, so yeah. we're good." I was like, "Things are great." Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, it was it was pretty bad. I mean, this yeah. this is already stressful enough, right? Like having to deal with every single guest that has a different personality, and that's fine. That's why we got into this places. We we love that excitement of the everyday, but. Adding that element of like, okay, now we're dealing with like a health risk, not only of myself, but of my team and other guests that are in here. Um, and it was like, we were damned if we do, damned if we don't, because yeah. you have guests that are like, oh, that person's not wearing their mask. And it'd be like, okay, I'll go talk to them. And then the person would be like, this mask is stupid. So it's like, you couldn't, there was no pleasing anybody. No, it's very, it's, I mean, to me, it was, quite like I would imagine if you were teaching a kindergarten class full of like 45 year olds and um, it was, I mean, how do you do that? Yeah. I was just like that. Okay. Timmy. Okay. Okay. Little Johnny, you know, he has a breathing thing and his mommy sent a note. And so he can't, you know, keep his mask on all the time or something. Yeah. I mean, Jesus, it was like, it was just wild. No, it was the most insane. Yeah. Thing. It's like, guys, guys, every, this is not the hardest thing that we have to do right now. Like, no. We're, what the, I am dumbfounded. So dumbfounded. I totally came out of this last year and a half, totally on my field. I missed the mark on everything. I thought, and there was so much like spotlight and pressure on restaurants in the beginning. Mm -hmm. There's a lot of like media exposure and oh, like restaurants actually make like a roll of nickels a week. Right. No <laughs> if, like, if they're lucky and no one like makes any money and there's all these horrible conditions and blah blah blah. And okay, great. So uh everyone's gonna be so like much nicer, and there's gonna be humanity, and it's gonna be like this whole like Shangri-La. Shangri-La, you mean Kumbaya? Kumbaya, yeah. <laughs> I like Shangri-La better. Shangri-La. Maybe if we end up Shangri-La. No, I don't know, but it's complete opposite. Everyone comes in and they're all assholes. And everyone's like meaner and 
more demanding and more entitled and me, me, yeah. me, me, now, 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 now. And it's, it's just like, it's crazy. And then you throw like, oh, you put a little piece of paper over your, over your chin. Can yeah. You, come on. Yeah. I mean, I definitely, I don't want to discount like, I mean, being tucked back in the neighborhood, especially I think the neighborhood that we are, um, according to Yelp, you know, apparently hipsters are very, uh, very nice people, thankfully. So um, the East National Hipster group over here, um, I mean, I would say that like, I, you know, at least 95% of our experience was positive. It's just difficult because that 5% really, really aggressive and really out of line. And like, mm -hmm. it's, it's, it's kind of, I think, especially for nice people who are doing something for a living that is like very demanding, physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually on a daily basis for that, you know, for people to kind of come at you um, in those times, especially it was just, it was kind of exceptional, you know, it just didn't, it really carry a lot of weight, but those, that 95% of the other people kept us going every day that were um, thankful and gracious yeah. and kind and patient and, um, you know, we we reopened pretty slowly as far as um, our max capacity and things like that when we were allowed to, because that's what our clientele, you know, during the week um, was asking for. They were asking if we were going to be putting, you know, all the tables back in, if we were going to be smashing bar stools together. And, you know, I mean, before COVID, if you were in here on a Friday, you remember, um, I mean, it was very much shoulder to shoulder and it's wonderful, but um you know, we still haven't gone back to that. I don't know that we will um, anytime soon. It's nice to have a little room. Yeah, it just feels better. And um, our local neighborhood folks have been really, you know, grateful for that, I think. Yeah, I um, feel better. Yeah. So. Well, we I, my first experience with it was Thanksgiving. The Maribel, we're in the middle of, right in the heart of Brentwood. And you know that's a that is that is a very <laughs> Williamson County, and um, I had the idea. I said, "There's a lot of people who it's their tradition to come eat Thanksgiving dinner there." And I said, "Let's stand out front, and we'll tempt people as they walk in." And then I had like a little thing. I said, "Hey, thank you for coming. We ask that you wear a mask while you're up and around in the building. If you're sitting at your table, you don't have to wear your mask. But if you see something that makes you feel uncomfortable." Please let a manager know. We want to make sure that we address it immediately. Just to, I wanted to let people know on the front end that we're being proactive about it and kind of disarm them before they came in with any kind of anxiety. And 99.6% of the people were amazing, but I'll never yeah. forget the one guy. And I, I, I was yep. so out of left field. And I said, sir, go ahead and take your temperature. And he's like, he kind of looked at me weird. And I was like, okay, like you're, you're good. And he goes, I know. And I said, <laughs> all right, well, let me tell you, um, this is what we're doing. If you come in, if, if you feel uncomfortable, please let me know. And he goes, this, this, right now, this makes me uncomfortable. And he put his finger in my face. And I was like, oh, <laughs> that's right. Get him. Brandon, I mean, who, okay, for those of you who don't know Brandon and can't and aren't watching but listening, how tall are you? I'm six foot six. So two, that's oh, interesting that anybody is up there shoving their finger in your face. I'm five foot two. <laughs> on a good day and i can see that happening but 
I would just never come and put my finger wagged up in your face. It was incredible. Wow. I was like, whoa, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's shocking. It's shocking. It is. It really so is. So if they're doing that to you, imagine what they're doing to other individuals, not yeah. six. Exactly. And, yep. Yeah. It's ludicrous. So if you're yeah. if you want if you're watching this right now and you have a story, anything you want to talk about, we're we're kind of the topic right now is guest etiquette. You know, when you go to a restaurant, if there are people listening, what are some things that guests do that just wear you out? Or if there's any story that you have about unruly guests the coming into the restaurant, spill the tea, as Jess said earlier. <laughs> dump it. Where did I think phrase I said come dump from? all the tea. Dump the tea. It is the Boston Tea Party in the comments. <laughs> Let's I go. I want to see it. Let's go. <laughs> also, if you're watching, uh, click in the comments. Just say hi. Let us know who's there. I'd love to know who's there. Uh, just to to conversate, come back. I'm happy talking to Mikey, Brian, Jess, and Trey all night long. But if you have a story that you want to uh, tell, we invite you. Just click the link in the comments. Or if that link doesn't work for some reason because I haven't clicked it, on the Talking <laughs> Shift uh, re Facebook group page, there is a link you can click to jump on the show. You'll come right here into the green room. You'll be right next to Jess and Trey telling us your story. So do that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm texting some of like my industry peeps as we speak now that we have a link that's live to like tell them oh, to, nice. to jump on and get in here and tell us these stories that we've heard throughout the uh throughout the years. So you guys you guys, Mikey, you guys actually are you guys like in litigation with people for this? Okay. You had like these, you, you, I mean, I was reading in the news about this bachelorette party that wanted oh, to put the tables yeah. together and like. That was last year. So. It was a long time ago, but. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was a year ago. The mayor's office was involved. Well, the mayor's office, of course, was involved because. The mayor was, like, made a public announcement about it. It was so stupid. Well, it was. <laughs> It was stupid <laughs> of that person to have done what they did. No, I mean, what, what, it was stupid what, for that person yeah, to do it. Had that person not done that, none of this would have was happened. just like, wow, like, what a poor life decision. And I've made my share. Yeah. You know what I mean, so for me to cast doubt on this decision, <laughs> right, like, I just want to get it out there. Like, not all high and mighty, but it was like, this is, we're not asking the world of you. Really, it's just so hard. It's like, but, but once you cough on somebody, no, it, like during a pandemic, it was like that's a whole different level. That's assault. Yeah. Is, that's assault. Is, yeah. I mean, it's during a pandemic, like you're no, not yeah. in the, like in the middle of the pandemic, not like now with vaccinations. And the fact that, like, you know, our team member had to then miss work and go and get tested. And you know, make sure she was fine. I there was not a joke in my eyes no, 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 at no. all. I'm still I'm not very saying I took it. it as a joke. I what I was referencing was the reason that they were upset. Well, that they couldn't but have their table of ten all together. People get just upset right. over burnt toast or making the reservation at a wrong restaurant. For sure, but not enough to cough on you in but, a pants. No, no, no. On purpose. On purpose. It was crazy, and it's. I, it's stupid in the way that it's crazy. It's like, why am I, like, how is this occupying my life? Like, why is this happening? Why are you acting like a lunatic? Like, yeah. None of this makes sense. None of this is okay. linear. 
it's just it was crazy. What this reminds me of is uh, remember we had the NFL draft. Of course, we remember we had the NFL draft. Oh, yeah. But they oh, were yeah. interviewing they were interviewing bachelorettes that were pissed off that they came oh. to Nashville the yes. weekend of the NFL draft and yes. everywhere was busy. Yeah, like, it's just not fair. And it's like you, yeah. you <laughs> booked it the weekend of the NFL draft. That's yeah. all you do. You're coming I mean, to a restaurant in the middle of a pandemic with 15 people. Like, what the fuck? If I had been a potential groom and watched that interview <laughs> on the news, I would have taken that weekend to pack quietly <laughs> and disappear, yeah. flee into the night. I've somewhere. been yeah, calling the caterers, calling like, all of them. The like, so what is the refund policy exactly? <laughs> I don't even know. I'd probably just pay for it and slip right away. <laughs> <laughs> You'll never see me change my name. Like she's not. So, oh, that's what I was getting at. Yeah, exactly. It's we a, have. Uh, I don't know if you guys know Amanda Celeste. She says, "Hey, yes, oh, I love Amanda. She's the bartender here in Nashville. Oh, oh, nice. Oh. Uh, Basha. Basha. Then yes. sorry for you. <laughs> um, yeah. Dwayne Moser. Hello, Dwayne. Watching with Anna at Del Frisco. Guys, click the link. Come on and tell us uh, some stories. What are your experiences that you've been having? This goes for lunch. I had a kick-ass salad there, actually, last week. Ooh. So good. It was so good. It's so close to our restaurant, too. Mm -hmm. So, At Del Frisco? Yeah. It was like... Yeah, right on 12th. We never get to escape. And so, like, the fact that, like, we did, it was... Of course, it had to be, like, only a two-block radius of where we could. Um, (laughs) So we picked her up from the airport and took her to lunch. So I have some some people that have left just as like a, a two weeks ago from Nashville industry, and they want to know if they can come on and talk about why they left the Nashville hospitality yeah. world. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> they want to. Okay, sure. Spill the tea. Yes, I, we said spill all the tea. Oh, look at this. Uh... With somebody joining, how do I join, folks? Click the link. Um, I wonder if we have a charger in the kitchen for this. We might have to switch over on your computer. That's so funny. Okay, I'm gonna stop texting everybody now. I think I got all of the industry people I wanted to get in on here. (laughs) The only ones that matter are right here. I know that's so true. Does it help if I close out everything else? (laughs) Cool. (laughs) <laughs> Where's your IT person, Jess? Oh, he's right it here. Like, um... Let me just tell you, please, because restaurant industry, I was in a full-blown, like, clean-sheeted nap and woke up, and it was, like, 8.26, and I went, oh, my God. Today, just now? Yeah, I come running out of the bedroom. And I was like, Dre, get everything, get a ring light, we gotta go. And I grabbed all this crap and literally threw it in the car and ran up here. <laughs> and somehow like managed to put on like a little rouge for you. Oh. I mean, I was, so I don't have a charger. I have like 14 computers. <laughs> hey, I'm gonna interrupt. Hey, there's a Gordon Coutil. Yes. Uh, Try, you guys know Gordon. He's trying to join. Gordon, if you go to the Talkin' Shift group in Facebook, there's a there's a Facebook group called Talkin' Shift. Uh, if you go to that, like the first comment that I make on there has a link you can just click on to StreamYard. 
Uh, also, at the very top of the comments here, you will see um, it says there's a http slash slash streamyard.com. That is the link. We'll send you straight to the green room here to where I can put you on the show to start talking to tell your stories. It looks like um, it looks like Stephen Smithing's trying to pop on here. He's the owner of the group. He, he's my my boss. He's probably calling in to say, "Hey, uh, don't don't tell Maribel stories." No. <laughs> he's like ex nay the Maribel nay combo. <laughs> my pig Latin is fucking horrible. Uh, <laughs> is too. Yes. Yeah, like three hundred words on good, like. Yeah. <laughs> Um, okay, wait, so are they still trying to join? I, I hope that like our industry peeps are better at like carrying drinks on a tray than they are trying to work technology. I'm sure. Someone's <laughs> gonna get on here in just a second. Um, Amanda Amanda says that uh, we are good, we're mocking, but we're closing it down like that. Oh, <laughs> no shifties, girl. This ain't a holiday weekend. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't get out of there. Yeah, yeah. if you do, you better bring it in. Gin, discount it. I don't want that. I don't want our inventory to be off. That's a. Uh-uh. Oh, I love my Manta. I love her so much. It's like whenever you have that like core team of of um just good people, you you do everything, do anything you can to try to to hold on to them. Um, and we, I think, I think we try to. That's also so hard to not like. We have a really good retention. But we have. Did you guys lose a lot of people over the whole pandemic and coming back? And we lost everybody. Um, I mean, yeah, that shifted things around. But I think the, the sous chef came back. Yeah, the amount of people that did come back and that stayed, you know, that we, we were able to juggle and piece things together with and now that are with us full time. It's, I mean, the crew that I have right now, it's the best since I've ever. You better knock on wood. That is like. I know, that's awesome. Just it's, I'm knocking on wood for you. Yes, thank you. Just, we're, it's like. But same, I mean, that's, it's better here than it ever has been. I mean, yeah. both front and back of the house, I just keep saying all the time that we've got like an actual A team. Yeah. Um, it's incredible. I expect the van to like roll around the corner, the 18 van to come wheeling up in the parking lot any minute. Yeah. It, I mean, it's, it's so good. The food's never been better. The service has never been better. Same. Um, yeah, I agree. And we've been there a couple of times. I text you whenever we're there. Um, and it's, I agree. Like the food there has been just, I don't know if it's just because I've missed it so fucking much. It, it tastes so much. <laughs> so much I mean, no, it's like it's the best guys. I mean, like if you if I could p- hand pick them from twenty five years of working in Nashville restaurants, this is the crew that I would have, um, which awesome. is un- unbelievable. So, so yeah, yeah, so great. I mean, yeah. like little things like for it, like last Saturday, we had a you know, a dishwasher situation like you do. Um, and there was a guy who had started and he, you know, didn't have a ride, wasn't going to come, whatever it was. And I was out of town for the first time in forever. I was trying to have like a weekend with my family and um, at the lake. And they were texting me, you know, that that had happened, but they had already some, you know, somebody else had called somebody else and got somebody else who showed up and they fixed it. They solved it. Like they, you know, I mean, it, it just totally without me, 
solved all of these problems, solved getting a new person into work. Yeah. Um, it's just wild and I'm super thankful. Yeah, that's kind of like the dream spot when it's yeah. like, oh, like problem solving can happen. Right. Like, well, to me, I feel like that's honestly like this. That's where this industry can get like that's where it can be. Um, you know, I think it starts with working like <laughs> for folks that we have on the screen right here, um, you know, who are wonderful at their jobs and considerate and kind and, you know, want to make sure everybody is happy and making living. Um, and really like stand up for their team. I mean, to have your teams back, I've worked certainly for, worked for people who didn't um, stand up for me and I didn't feel safe working there. I didn't feel confident. Um, I didn't feel like anybody had my back. And so now when things like that happen or somebody gets, you know, name called, um, which has happened over this COVID period. And you're like, that's um, unacceptable. Get it's unacceptable. And we've had to ask people to leave and, you know, they get super mad because they're already mad, but um, they get super ticked off then. And I'm like, look, everything probably could have gotten worked through until you started calling women names. Yeah. Yeah. And mm. that's just where we draw the line. Um, that's really like, that's just in life. That doesn't make any sense. So, um, you know, taking care of people uh, is what we do. And I think, I mean, that, very obviously it starts with your own team it starts in your own house you it know does. yep and of course like not every house is perfect right you have your spats and like of course not we're still family we're all exactly. psycho we're, and gonna, we're gonna bicker like family but it's the of whole thing of like it, you have to make up and you have to like squash that beef um and it's so hard like it, it once once a guest like starts cursing it's like game over right you're, there's you're nothing left to talk about we can't, we, we're not going to do this. You, you've disrespected our house. So that's right. not okay. Well, I'm not going to come and cuss at you. So clearly we're not a fit. We're not a match. Correct. Um, this that's is okay. Like, you know, we're, I'm swiping left or whatever. Gordon. Oh, look, Hi guys. How are y'all? <laughs> you made it. You're fresh out of Nashville. I know. Yeah, this is, I, so I just moved to uh, Phoenix or Scottsdale. So from Nashville. I was with Brian and Brian. Why? Why? Awesome. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, definitely like to in, integrate what I, I know about Nashville and everything. Well, you don't have to mention any names. That I don't know if you missed that part, but like don't mention any any restaurant names. If you don't want to, Jess and I are advocates of spilling the tea. I'll give you my number on live air and you can text me the restaurant. <laughs> <laughs> there's some guys that I like here and there's some guys that I love here. Which <laughs> <laughs> everything everything is great so, i mean whatever y'all need let me know so. <laughs> what well, you got you got a story gordo you got a you said you you left nashville what did you what, what did you leave I, I left probably i left probably about three weeks ago so me and my wife the story is that we uh had we had been in china for 10 years so i owned the restaurants out there and then when we came back, I had met up with uh, Brian and Mikey to uh, open their place as an AGM. So, and it was wonderful. I had the most amazing time. And then I pursued opportunity with STK, a vibe dining steakhouse, just because I'm a world traveler and that's what I do. And they moved me out here. So, I mean, it's a, it's interesting, interesting lifestyle right now. I can tell you that. <laughs> I mean, it was a completely different shift. And like, but it's like, I always tell our team, like, hey, if you get a better opportunity, then like, for sure, with our blessings, 
go like make Definitely. make 10 times more money than than i could ever give you like that's if that is what you have to do but going from like you know little gay old restaurant like us to like a corporate place is probably a bit of a culture shock. Yeah, it is, it is a culture shock. I mean, and I like the gay old restaurant. I love the yeah. gay old restaurant with you guys. I mean, you're still my favorite people in the world. So I know because you do weekly visits and like it was so sweet to see you in there. It's like all the hugs we could possibly get, you know, looking at you in your spiffy suit. I was like, wow. Yeah, okay. I think it's a different atmosphere. I mean, I, even being here, it's a different atmosphere from what Nashville was. Nashville is like, I explained to also customers that are here, it's like Nashville is a very driven tourist place and a lot of bachelorettes. I'm talking millions oh, of bachelorettes. bachelorettes. <laughs> and, it, and it's fun. It's it's. A, Experience and having your, you know, your loyal client base, which, you know, me growing up having a country club around a restaurant, kind of having three restaurants, it's just a different style of it. And it's just to learn and adapt what is going on. The world. Yeah. I, I think the world's changing in the restaurant industry so much, which is, it's confusing and it's also a bright and light for me, but you have to adapt. You have to be a chameleon and that's what we're about. <laughs> Now, are you as, as many bachelorettes there in Phoenix as here? So, I, I think that's like a, I don't know if it's just a Nashville thing or like I, I get it probably is just a Nashville thing, right? I've never seen it is right now. I've never seen the growth of a company like that I've seen in the past six months that I've been in the industry of like the growth of everything of like how Nashville has progressed to be like from what our restaurant was doing, like SEK in general, of like our, rest, our, our restaurant, sorry, I don't mention names, but it's it's quadrupled in Nashville from what it was two years ago. Quadrupled the, the amount of people that are coming in. Mm -hmm. It's ridiculous. So, and there's still something for everybody, like 210 Jack is still busy, Mockingbird is still busier than ever, yeah. so it's, there's still so much you know, it's like, oh, there's another place opening. It's going to suck away from our from our from our clientele, but it doesn't. No, it's like no. if anything. It's if there's there's more. I thought Fifth and Broad might take away from our clientele because we're kind of close to that, right? And I was like, bachelorettes are going to love that because they can each go do their own little thing. Yeah, they can have whatever they want. Yeah, they can have whatever they want. They can get separate checks. They can do all. Of that. <laughs> and then. It, so it, many it didn't happen. Like it's still we're busier than ever. Still, yeah, like we're actually opening, really and Fifth and Broad is still doing good. So, like everybody's doing good still. So it's like, you know, it, it, there, it's a blessing and a curse. You can't pick your clientele. Um, there's there's no such thing. Like you can build your business plan, and I love that part of a business plan where it's like, you know, what do you envision your clientele? Like people with money and yes, people who are spending, people wild animals. Yeah, and so you kind of had to adapt to your guests in a certain aspect, and um, I mean, we don't have like dick straws or anything like that. You know, I'm not opposed to that. Should. I mean, what do you guys? What do you, 
what do you guys think about the industry now? Because I'm super interested in the industry because it is everywhere I've been. And like I told you, I'm a traveler is like, I'm dealing with a different style of clientele now compared to Nashville. And it's ever changing because people are moving to Scottsdale. People are moving to Nashville. People are moving to Texas from what I see from the demographic from everything. It's, it's definitely, it's a different demographic everywhere. Yeah. Like, I mean, nobody's New York. People are moving to Nashville. California, yeah. people are in Scottsdale. They're moving to Nashville, like not there anymore. So well, it's I really love it. People in from like New York, LA, Chicago, San Francisco, and they're like, "This is this is this doesn't feel like uh, like what we thought Nashville is. This feels like we're in, you know, like a bigger city." And it's like, well, that is what I guess the new Nashville is being coined as, or just as like what restaurants in the past five years that have opened in this city. Are, are kind of being coined as, and it's like, um, you know, the, the the guests I always go the extra extra miles for are locals because Definitely. locals are who you want to be your tried and true, um, and it takes a lot to get locals to come into the Gulch area yeah. because of like you know East Nashville just like like yeah. it's. it's Locals are gonna are, are gonna go there. You're probably I don't know what 70, 30, 70 locals. Easily, 30. easily. We're the flip side. We're seventy four, right. thirty locals, and so the locals that do come in, we try to grasp those. And we noticed whenever we had to shut down, we were miserable because we didn't have a big local base because of our area and just because what we were on the day to day catering to, oh, and so yeah. really kind of switched my mind of like, okay, we need to just really focus on locals and not so much like, you know, the tourists. And so um, it's, it's so interesting because at the Green Hills Grill in Maribel, I'm probably 95% locals. Oh, really? Amazing. Where I'm every single day, I'm seeing people two, three, four times a week. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that we did at the Green Hills Grill throughout the entire pandemic was we have our own vehicles to do delivery. So we would do delivery, but we own the process. We didn't use third-party people. It yeah. was not that expensive. It really it isn't that expensive. It's just the risk of, you know, some 18-year-old drinking and, you know, doing something yeah. crazy. But <laughs> yeah, I mean, the benefit is company cars or like the 18 year old's car. Like, who's no, we have company cars, we have them wrapped, Greenhouse Grail wrapped cars, Marable wrapped cars that we send That's them out. And we deliver it's two dollars to deliver within four oh, miles but of the restaurant. Cost money. I think that's the point you're missing. <laughs> they do, but they're yeah. a lot cheaper than what Uber yeah, so with. With that. Okay, that's the thing. It can't, we can't be just like, oh, let's go buy Mockingbird cars to deliver this stuff. Like, you know, no. we should have tried to get like um, use of the pedal taverns taverns for delivery <laughs> during all of that. And see, that, that would have been going to drive them. Everybody was on unemployment because it was like, I know it was, it was, it was helping them, which it should have. And I am totally yeah. not mad at that. Like, they needed that and they. I, I'm I'm glad they had that option. Yeah. But we wouldn't have had anybody do it. Like as it is, I was driving out like one. I think the first Mother's Day that the, after the pandemic, I was personally driving and making deliveries for for like the Mockingbird stuff. Um, you know, you just had to get it cr- as creative as you possibly could during that time. Sure. Yeah, I and, think 
afraid of it all. Like exactly. Like, I mean, I went through that process cause I, we were a guinea pig a little bit cause we were open like all the time and doing stuff like that. But the other process is like people who are on employment, it was so hard to staff. Like we were met as managers or owners. We were doing everything. Yeah. Everything we could possibly do, which was very like it, it, you know, I feel like it makes us stronger, but it was a lot of stuff to do. And like, do I know that these people that were on unemployment, so they're going to start getting jobs now because all unemployment's gone. So what do you, I mean, are they still in, they've been gone for like a year. How's their mindset compared to ours? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, my energy level is still sucked so dry from that year. Ow. I haven't been able to fully recoup. I feel like there's like some of my soul that's been just like chiseled away at that. I don't know how. Yeah. Trey and I talk about that a lot. It's we are at the point where, you know, working 80 hour work weeks and things, it's just not, um, it's just, I don't want to say we're just not willing to do it because I'm willing to do whatever it takes, but that's not part of my norm and it's not in my psyche anymore. And, um, I'm super protective of my free time, my home life, um, I don't think that I'll miss any more of like my niece and nephews, like birthdays yeah. and celebrations and things like that. I just don't see that for my future again. Um, I don't think I'll go back. And, you know, I, that's a lot. It's, it's, you know, there's a lot of like deep kind of, I think just painful things that we choose. We know going, I mean, you might not know going in, but after several years of being in this industry, you know you're going to miss holidays and birthdays and oh, yeah. things like that. And it, you know, you, Mother's Days. Mother's well, Days. Sure. And it gets kind of sad, you know, and because those, I mean, that's really what matters, right? Like, sure. do you want to miss your kid's like first birthday or your, you know, your wife's first Mother's Day? Like, that's horribly sad, you yeah. know? So, like, why do you have to do that? Which makes it all that much, um, better i think i mean we have just regrouped and as we just have kind of looked at it as like a rebuilding um and we now i mean i'm super comfortable um closing small sections of the restaurant closing off parts of the menu saying earlier closing off takeout and things like that whereas earlier it was just like all systems go all the time it has to happen it has to happen and now it's just like no you know we have people who want off for any specific reason, whatever it is, or I want off or something. And so that means we're not going to have sushi that night, or that means yeah. we're not going to do takeout that night. And that's okay. That's okay. Yep. And I'm, that's what I mean. You know, so it's like, I'm, I'm at that point where I don't think I'll ever be able to go back from, yeah. from that. We closed for 4th of July this, this past last week, last Sunday. Mm-hmm. And it was glorious, <laughs> but like Sundays yeah. are a big day for us because brunches right. are bonkers for us. And it was just yeah. like, but good for you. It doesn't matter. Like the fact that the, the team was able to go and enjoy a holiday. Absolutely. It, it, it's is, so special. Yeah, it is. And I don't, yeah, it's so special. I, 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 I think we're going to have a puppy cam here for a second. The, give me a puppy. We, I think we all have our pups like around. Yeah. You, know? you just had a little. A couple, of, couple of listeners are chiming in. Aaron Clemens. What's up, Aaron? Says those type oh. of workers are not sustainable. Oh. Not sustainable. <laughs> mentally and physically and then uh basha says so happy you're saying that jess you can't sacrifice your life for your work there has to be balance yay you oh look at the puppy i know that is so true and those little those little fur babies need us to be home a bit more than what we want you know like it's 
I, yeah, I, I mean, and I have. I've, you know, it's been difficult. And like, thankfully, my nieces and nephew are <laughs> so wonderful. And, you know, we, Trey and I are just celebrity status. Don't, when we see them, it's, it's, they're, they're just awesome. But, um, but, you know, I mean, they're, it's, I, I'm sure it's hurt me more than it's hurt them to miss those things, you know, yeah, and yeah. you can't get them back. And now, like, they're like, 12, 8, 20. Yeah. On a model that was set up a hundred years ago. By exactly. Exactly. Day. And it's like, yeah, maybe you don't have to work 80 hours a week. Yeah. Most of the people Function in society yeah, folks, like the rest of society does not. When I was doing yeah. the website, it was just me in the kitchen for a couple of months. And right. then just Mikey in the front. Like that's what we were down to. It was there weren't even bones. It was there. Well, yeah, because the other restaurants are open, and so the other teams yeah. were like helping those. And so right. it was like each restaurant had to have its own. But I was and that's fine. You know, whatever. We got through it, we survived, we all survived. And but during that time I was working about 40 hours a week. But I felt like I was on vacation. That's how that's kind of how I feel now. It, it's exactly. I'm like, you if I'm working, guilty? like, yeah, you I, feel guilty. You do feel guilty. That's I feel. I'm, I get that. So I'm good now. I'll tell you what, guys. I'm good now. I'm. I have forced myself to not feel guilty. Um, and so maybe I've just told myself so many times that I'm not <laughs> going to feel guilty for it that I just don't. Maybe I just drink enough sake that I just don't. <laughs> Whatever it is. I love that. But at this point, yeah. you know, I have wonderful people in place who also need to make money. And yeah. I do my job and they do their jobs. And, you know, nobody in this building is working more than, you know, 35 to 45 hours a week. Um, and, we're great. You know what I mean? Like we're all making good money. We're all happy. We're all just like plotting along and the business has never been better. Yeah, um, I mean, I don't, you know, we're, I think we've kind of like found a little sweet spot with it because it's, I'm better when I'm working 45 hours a week. Nobody wants to hour a week. You're better. It's like that whole like, Oh, be open seven days a week, lunch, brunch, dinner, late night. Like why? No. Why? Like, why are you trying to cater to like that? We're not movie? in Las Vegas. Why? Exactly. Do what you do and do it well. Yeah. yeah. What did I, I, I saw this the other day. I read it somewhere. Somebody said that Nashville is um, like, Nashville is like if Las Vegas and Miami had a, like a love child in a field. <laughs> and I, was I mean, I, who doesn't like a love child in the field or back? I mean, Jordan, it was the parking lot of a Shoney's in, in Cookville. It was that oh, secret brothel man. in the back of a Shoney's. <laughs> I mean, it's, as long as, I mean, like, it, you, like you said, as long you know, it's, it is, the money is green at the end of the day. So, Yeah, I think, it's, I, think it, I think it's time for a cultural shift. I think a lot of people came out of this pandemic and we're getting into it now. We're saying, you know what? I enjoyed spending time with my kids. I enjoyed, I learned that yeah. my wife is doing all that. I get to do, I get to spend so many, so much time with the people that I love that coming back in and getting back into that 80 hour work week where you're just constantly there, constantly about it. Yeah. You're, I think we're able to recognize right now how just how unhealthy that is. Yeah, because oh, you're like, it is unhealthy. Whoa. It is unhealthy. Yeah. It's very, very unhealthy. 
Yeah, I mean, that's why I like my my place is actually really good about that right now. It's like, you know what? You need your time. You have to have your time. Like, you're yeah. yes. you have to, like, your life outside of this is your life. Even good. though I choose, my choice is to open restaurants, and that's what I do. And it's the hardest thing to do ever. Like, I, that's all I do is, like, help people and open restaurants. But it's hard because I don't see Sarah, my wife, a lot because I'm having to fix a lot of things and do a lot of things. But, like, I chose it and I love it. And then once it's done, then that, then I relax. Yeah. Well, y'all, are both, y'all are also both industry, husband and wife. Yeah, and which is easier. But not at the same restaurant, which is a whole different dynamic in itself. I don't even know. Trey and I would never see each other. Yeah, it's hard. <laughs> we didn't work together. Yeah. Um, but yeah, I mean, same. I'm super defensive of um, of days off, taking time off for our staff here. And they're always so willing to jump in and say, you know, oh, I'll, I'll, I'll work six days next week. I'll do this if you need somebody. And I'm like, mm. No, you know, it's not that bad. We'll do something else. Um, yeah, if we'll, unless we'll, it's an we'll emergency. Talk. But, you know, I really um, encourage people, you know, to I, I, tr- I protect their time when they aren't able to, I guess. Yeah. I that is part of my job. Beautiful. I don't think I've declined a vacation ever. Basha, I love you. I see your comment, by the way. Where's Basha? How come I can't like, see Basha's comments? I want to see Basha that. is my chosen mom. Okay. Um, it was so funny too. Quick story: when Basha met my mother for the first time, they were both in Green Pheasant at the same time, having lunch mm. next to each other. And I, re- I came over, and Basha saw me first. Uh, I guess my mom's back was to me, and Basha jumped up to give me a hug, and my mom jumped up and was just like, "Who is this woman? My daughter is hugging for her mother." And it was great. Um, yeah. My two moms in like the same space. I love it. <laughs> I mean, whatever. If you have to buck up against her, then yeah, buck up against her. You know, yeah. <laughs> Rooting. I love her. So, well, I guess that makes you my sister then. Yay! So yeah, what's crazy? Is, I think Basha had like eight years ago or ten years ago had a French restaurant here in Nashville, and um, best friends with Trey. It was it was ahead of its time and mm-hmm. not in. Like um, you know, in, in downtown, or it was the right restaurant and at the, the wrong, wrong time. time in the wrong really, yeah, and that was it. And it, it didn't work. And she said that back then she would have a hard hard time like convincing diners, you know, about what you know some of the food was that they were serving that was like authentically French. Sure. And, um, you know, you still to this day are having a hard time. I'm sure you get that desk with like. Um, you know, people coming in and, and yeah. wanting to get, I don't know, ranch dressing with one of their like um, <laughs> ramen bowls or something. I don't know, but like. Shove it in their ranch. You get, <laughs> and there's nothing wrong with ranch. I think Basha needs to jump on. Yeah, Basha does. Because she's an OG of the industry for sure. Basha, I think you need to click that link a few comments back and just jump on. I think that's, um, I mean, it's got to happen. Deserves her own episode. Oh, there's Aaron Clemens. Hi, Aaron. I see you in the comments. Oh, I love it. Hey, guys, I got to jump off for just a second. I've got a call. So, best of luck for everything. Bye. Thanks, Gordon. Thank you, guys. Yeah. So, like, I'm sure you get that, Jess, where people like, 
I mean, you, you have this concept, right? But then you have to cater to what the guest wants. You don't have to, but you yeah. want to. And so if, if they, you know, modify the dish to like high heaven and you're like, well, it kind of loses its soul in, in, its, in its meaning of what that dish integrity. is. Yeah. In integrity. And then they're like, uh, yeah, you know, this is okay. And it's like, well, you modified it to you fail. It. Yeah. You ruined it. Oh, and then they like, you know, they review like, oh, the food was like, you know, just okay. And it's like, well, fuck, because you changed everything about it. Remember when you <laughs> so, came in and ordered a plain chicken? Right. Yeah. With no salt you know, so funny. I had, I mean, I waited tables for years and hosted for years and years at um, one of the best restaurants in the entire world at Rio Bravo on West End Avenue. Dude, there's not enough love for that restaurant. Holy shit. I mean, if you, yeah, if you didn't love Rio Bravo on West End in the 90s, I don't know. What was the concept? What was the cuisine? Tex-Mex. Tex-Mex. margaritas. Wasted. I don't know if you, it was just. (laughs) Wasted. Yeah. I mean, I think that it's set. It had to have set it like in the restaurant, like plan, like. Who is your demographic? Wasted people. Like, <laughs> most, we wasted. Hi, all of us. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so, you know, there it was like a free for all. Anything goes just, I mean, whatever anybody wants, never say no. If they could eat entire plates of things and be like, I didn't like it. And it was like, great, it's free. I mean, doesn't matter. Just move them out of the, in and out of the seats. That place, I mean, but we were doing a hundred, hundred and twenty thousand dollars twenty years ago on a Friday. You know what I mean? I mean it was like what? Yeah, it was just it was crazy. Like that was twenty on a Friday? It was insane. That's where uh, Stony River I'm is like, now. It used to be a hundred and twenty K on a Friday. Yeah, it was nuts. So um, you know, we going from that, then I waited tables and bartended at Blackstone and like I was still in training at Blackstone when God rest her soul Stephanie Wines, who she, I mean, uh, you know, so many <laughs> fights with her over everything. Oh my God. But one of the redeeming qualities that was my favorite um, was that she would not take that shit from people. And like, I remember during training, I was like having this training table during lunch and this guy did a build your own pizza and put all this weird crap on it. And I was like, I mean, it, it didn't sound good. It wasn't going to be good. Um, I didn't love the pizza crust at Blackstone. Sorry, all that much at the time. I do now, but I didn't then. And, you know, I was just like, this is bleh, like not going to be good. So it yeah. comes out. And of course he hates it. He eats one piece and he doesn't like it. And he wants yeah. it comes off of his bill. So I had to go back in the kitchen to Stephanie and tell her. And she just stood there straight faced and was like, so what did he get? And I was like, it like he had a pizza with like this, this and this. And she goes, so he built his own pizza. And I was like, mm-hmm. she goes, okay. And so she storms out there and she asks him all these questions. And then was like, so you created this pizza and you didn't like it. And now you want me to pay for it. And just there, and I was like, I've never, oh my God. You're like, and then a yeah. hero comes yeah. along. <laughs> so like, I wouldn't go about it necessarily the same way, but that was my my first introduction to like, oh, you know, you can actually step back and be like, be reasonable about this. Yes. You know, this is not, you just made something gross happen and now you want it to be my fault. And if you went and bought those ingredients from Kroger and went home and made your own dinner and it was yeah. Would you didn't go you're not going to take Kroger? your ass dinner back to Kroger and be yeah. like, I want my money back. I, mean, I don't like what I put together. <laughs> I mean, what? Stephanie, Stephanie was a gangster. 
Stephanie Wines was a gangster. She, I love that. Oh my yeah. god! Like I, I, I didn't fear her like I think I should have. I was a manager at Amerigo next door. I was terrified every minute of when my life. Jess worked there. Every yeah. Wait, how long has Amerigo been there? We've only lived here five years. Has Amerigo been here? Oh yeah, it's years? been there since like. Amerigo on West End. My favorite restaurant is Optimist right now. Amerigo on West End has been there for at least 23, 24 years now, right? Oh, no, longer than that. Because they had I know it to be there for like 2003. So, I mean, I'd say 1988, 89. That's why I love it because I'm a fan of everything. They're really on time. Like, I love 90s everything. Oh, it's so good, though. I mean, they do. I love Amerigo. Amerigo is fantastic. Amerigo, I don't think they'll ever change it. But the secret is to like go in and get, you know, whatever you want and all this stuff. But get just like a side of meatballs. It's the best kept secret. They'll give you meatballs for like a couple dollars a piece with the sauce, and they're the best. But still, oh. t- but tip your servers double on those meatballs. Well, of course, everybody listening to this. I knows. mean, I don't. I tip so much money. It's like insane. It's like, I, I'm, like, it's like, I'm like a star. I'm like, a, like I'm out there. Like I'm an oil tycoon. I have no okay. idea why. I, mean, I just throw it. So I, I have a question. Do you guys tip like do you guys ever feel like weird about tipping when you go somewhere and it's just like a transaction where you're like, I'm getting a pack of gum and then they flip the little screen around on you and they go, Would you like to leave a tip? And I go, But you just handed me a pack of juicy fruit. Right. So, and they but they flip the screen around and they put it right in front of you and you're like, I yeah, got a tip on that. Like, do you yeah. think that's getting out of control? I mean, I for I you, I, well, I'll let Mikey filled that. Yeah, I, I used to feel that way. Um, I don't anymore. What's insane is I, I had um, 2004. There was a, a sous chef who asked me because I was a server um, at that time, and he asked me why. He's like, me and my wife went out to dinner, you know, the other day, blah blah blah, and um, you know, I left X amount, and you know, she is like, oh, I can't believe you did that. And he was like, why should I leave? 20% on a bottle of wine that's $100, or if it's $20, the server is doing the exact same presentation. Right. Nothing has changed on that. But I'm like, then why didn't you order the $20 bottle of wine? Because it's an unspoken rule that, like, whatever the total is, is what you tip on. And he was like, yeah, I don't know. And I was like, see, you're just furthering that divide between FOH and BOH. Don't right. be an asshole. <laughs> yeah, I'm against the system of having to tip like insane amounts of money just to be able to have literally any experience. Um, I'm for fair pay. I'm for people being paid more. I'm for charging more for these services, for more for food, more for these experiences. Everything is so easily accessible because our, you know, in in this country to keep all these prices super low and everybody wants to go out, you have, I mean, an extra 20, 25% on top of your bill to like, help pay people and then still there's like kitchen guys not making any money i mean that's it's just messed up the whole thing is messed up but i think the entire tipping um economy should be eliminated i don't like it i don't like any of it i would rather just go in and pay 15 dollars for a kale salad and have my fucking kale salad that's it you know that's it but it's so messy to try to because i know that the person who brought it to me refilled my water and prepared it 
you already paid a fair wage. Yeah. We'd much rather prefer that than to go in and pay, you know, eleven dollars for, for sure. But dollar. it's all lip service until we can actually put it into play. But so right. so many places have tried to do it, like you know, in New York, Danny Myers tried it, and like then they went back on it. It just has to be a full cultural thing, and I don't know that it'll ever happen here. But I don't know either. well, Anzi Blue does it because we went to go have really? lunch the other day, and yeah. like they don't accept tip. It was very weird after we paid. I was like, wait a minute, there wasn't anywhere for yeah. me to leave a tip. How do I go back and leave a tip? So I actually got up and went to go ask. I put my mask on and went to go ask, and I was like, um, I was like, so we didn't get. To, there was an option to leave a tip. Like, did I did I miss that? Like, can I can I leave a tip? And they're like, it's a no tipping atmosphere so it's like wow cool okay it refreshing i mean yeah it was i think it feels like a little uncomfortable but then yeah it was but then i did wonder like why our lunch was like you know 65 dollars i was like that's oh, why well that's why still there i'm okay I mean, some of the best experiences i've had obviously have been in japan but what i love the most is that so many places um you can make reservations ahead of time and they kind of have like an idea of a menu, an idea of, um, you know, what types of, how many courses you're going to have and things like that. And so you just pay online. And yeah. then if you add things, they just add it to that card that they have on file. So literally when you're done, you just stand up and leave. In Japan, is there, is there gratuity or no, is everything built nowhere. in? Nowhere, no gratuity. One of my favorite little places is this adorable little pizza shop called New York Pizza. Um, and it's modeled after a New York pizzeria, like where you like a slice shop, you know, not yeah. like, you know, you just go in, you get a slice at a window. And they have the cutest little cup at their little register. And it says, like, it has a piece of paper taped to it. And it says tips written on it in a Sharpie. And they had like um, a couple pennies and like a dollar bill in it. And we would go in there quite often and we would walk yeah. by there. It was right by the house that we stayed at the last trip we went to. And um, we wondered about it all the time. And one time I like left something in it. I was like, this is so weird. And then we realized later Trey, Trey's infinitely more intelligent than I am. So he was like, they are doing that because that's what a New York pizzeria looks like. It would have the little Oh, that's a prop. It's a prop. And so they always had the same like two pennies and the same U.S. dollar bill in there every day, and now, it, it was just adorable. It now, was listen, so are they, so the, the, then it, it, it begs a question because I did see somewhere as well when somebody went to like you know, another country and they're like, oh yeah, there's no tipping and I can get so much food for like five dollars. Yeah, that's like great. But are those individuals working there making a living wage and are they right. living in in you know, where they're like thinking, oh, this is great. I get all of this and it's so cheap, but like, what are they living in? So I wonder, I think that, that's where my mind goes. You know what I mean? Absolutely. So, I want to know all of Well, yeah. um, Matt Leff, uh, you guys got to read the comments. We got like a whole conversation. Aaron I know, and I'm Matt, like following it. Everybody's going on in the comments right now. I will say that Chris uh, Jolomo. Chris Jolomo. Hey, Mikey and Brian. Uh -oh. um, Matt Leff, who you guys all know, Rhizome Productions. I don't know if you're familiar with Matt Leff or not. He's an amazing dude. Uh, yeah. Locust is doing a grat standard, and you can't add. Have you guys been to Locust yeah. yet? Is it oh, there? Yeah. Like Several seven, times. We haven't been able to go there because I think they're open the same day as we are, so we can never escape the restaurant. But don't they only have like maybe 10 tables or so? It's, it's, pretty real, small. it's real small. Yes. It is real small. They've opened inside, though. Um, 
But yeah, I mean, again, like that's one of the places where you make the reservation online. They have your card. So you basically, unless you want to change your form of payment, yeah. um, they just charge your card and you just sign for it. And that's, there's, it's, it's done a dream it. restaurant. There's like maybe 12 menu items. Like it's, yeah. it's very small, right? Like that is a dream Wonderful. restaurant. Like do you, guys, you can have that. Do you guys do um, a tip pool in your restaurants or do servers keep their individual tips? We are still tip pooling. We don't, the, our bartenders tip pool, but our servers do not, unless there's like a private event or right. um, something along that line. We've moved both of our restaurants to tip pooling and we absolutely love it. It's amazing. Really? Yeah. There, I mean, yeah, there's still some, you know, some, some feet dragging a little bit behind it, but I think that we found a sweet spot and it has helped. It, it's, I mean, it just makes so much more sense. Now, Jess, <laughs> so deck is like one floor. How many max servers do you have on a floor at a time? Like five or six? Six, yeah. Okay. What about your place, Brandon? Like how many? Gosh, we both our restaurants hold north of 250 people, and we do a ton of events at Maribel. So yeah. we found that pre-pandemic, you know, it, 20% of the staff was making 80% of the money. And right. if you worked a party, then, yeah, you made a ton of money. You got cherries, but if you're downstairs and you're hustling on four or five tables and just really making it happen, you kind of – it just it just didn't make sense. And after the pandemic, yeah. we just we, – we really wanted people – to stop thinking about that moment when they flipped the card over to see right. what their tip was. We wanted yeah. them to focus on the guest. We wanted them just to focus 100% on what do I need to do to take care of the guest? And if everybody's central thought is, my, I'm here to move towards service, mm -hmm. if everybody does that, we'll all be fine. Like, everybody's funny. And what happens is we've eliminated... It is the recipe... For a better guest experience. It is. It is. But it, it causes infighting between your team because if there's somebody that doesn't sell as much, but I think then they well, weed each other out, whoever's they, not they, doing it. They weed each other out. But in the meantime, rising tide raise all ships. For sure. But then in the meantime, the managers people, have to the owners have to do Some it. of our stronger ones, like a break, they can have a smaller section, an easier yeah. section some night on a slower night. Um, and not feel like they are just tied in to, you know, and it makes it so that like you can have a Friday, Saturday, because we do it weekly. And so it's, you can have a Friday, Saturday off and not feel like you're not going to be able to pay rent. Yeah, um, You can turn that really horrible Wednesday night into great money. It doesn't matter because um, we just do it by hours, but we include now everyone. So we have hostesses, expos food runners bartenders everybody just tip pooling making different hourlies based on like yeah. where in the restaurant how many jobs basically they can work so if yeah. you've got someone who can do every job in this restaurant they're making more hourly right. um, and then you know an equal share of tip pool and they're making great money well and so, our, our kind of one of our th also thought processes was mental health right so right. if you're a pervert and you go into work and say you're a double and you're like okay i need to make 150 dollars today and you go in and you get two little ladies at a table that split a soup and salad. Right. And you get one more of those tables and it's not busy because you're on the patio and, da, da, da. and you go, hey, you're cut. And you're like, damn, I was here for four hours and I made $9. Yeah. And then you go on that night shift and you're like, am I going to be able to make the money to make my car exactly. payment? Like, we've exactly. eliminated that. Like everybody who comes in right. makes at least X amount of dollars per shift. So like it, 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 it spreads everything out. So And everybody contributes. It's just a – it's been yeah. – on the really tough to lead through the change, but when I was a server, and if I had somebody leave me, 
you know, a $500 tip. And then to know you have to like split that between everybody, you're like, fuck. Sure. How often does that happen? I mean, that happens, but it, you know, is that the norm? Is that some, I mean, bad tips happen too, right? That happened to us the, the other person. night. We had this group of folks who was completely wonderful, loved their server so much. I mean, they, they, it was, they were so happy. Everything was wonderful. Yeah. Um, left her a $300 tip. And yeah. after having done this for, I mean, we've been doing this the entire pandemic and never stopped. So it's been 18 months now. Um, yeah. And it's taken a while and we've worked out a lot of kinks and we still have kinks to work through. I still get feedback from them. But yeah, he left her a $300 tip and she came in so excited about yeah. that tip for the team. And the yeah, whole team awesome. was talking about it and was super excited. And they, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. so now it's, it's definitely better where yeah. now we just look at it. And there have been nights that I've, several nights, lots of nights that I've waited tables that yeah. I host up front, that I'm yeah. doing stuff just to fill in spots. Right. And so yeah. when I'm waiting tables, I'm just like, hell yes. I made $250 tonight for the team. Like yeah. I don't take a part of that. So I'm yeah. just super stoked to offer that back to them. For and, sure. um, you know, yeah. it's just great. I don't look at it that I don't have to look at tips. Like when I'm cleaning a table, I just grab everything off of it. We all put it in the same place in the server yeah. station. It just goes there. And at the end of the night, it, now, did y'all always in. or did y'all switch to that after we the- to it? Okay. We we were only open, you know, we closed down for two weeks and we were open yeah. for takeout for so was having to do everything. So you're two like, months. Yeah. yeah. And then when we opened back up, it was like, we couldn't have any bar seating, but we still needed a bartender to be able to do takeout stuff and drinks and things like that. And so we were, um, you know, they didn't have any customers. So it was like, yeah. how are you going to have, you know, no guests and make any money? Let's so wave goodbye to Basha. She's leaving. Bye, Basha. I love you so much. Wait, she's so eating dinner right now. That is truly, truly Basha. I mean, that is very truly Basha. It's 10 yeah. 16 and she's sitting down for dinner. And Aaron Clemens is asking for guests. We're going to have dinner Optimist tomorrow. And I love, love the Optimist right now. They are doing Same. We just had an incredible day. dinner there. Also, oh Aaron, God. in the comments, if you don't request me as your server next time, I'm going to be pissed because I'm very good. <laughs> I'll tell you what. Yes, I've never had you as a server. I've had you as a table mate and as like. Well, I'm 42 now, so I can only handle about eight or nine guests at a time. Girl, oh, listen. Those I, eight or nine guests. I'm yeah. older than that. And whenever I help the this out, like I'll go to table to do table touches. And yeah. then they're like, oh, yeah, we're ready to order. I'm like, sure. sure I can do this for you. Yes. It's a party of like eight people. I'm like. They're like, okay, so I want I want to do this, I want this, this, this. Oh, can I change this to that though? I'm like, no, sure. no. it's all in my head. And I'm like, oh my oh, god, right. young server me could do 10 top with like three courses. Remember, I, remember I mean, I, I still had a server nightmare dream like two nights ago. I was telling Trey where I couldn't ring anything in. It was a brand new POS system and they're running around. I'm like, I have like six new tables that I can't greet. I can't get to you. Oh, oh my gosh. I got still it. having server nightmare dreams. Wait, do, you, do y'all use toast? We just switched from micros to toast. Yes. And it is like a Fried world of a difference. Yeah, we, we use pepper. toast. Yeah. Wait, you use toast, Jess? No, we use breadcrumb, which is now called upserve. Okay. Okay. But similar, yeah. Micros is Difficult. I don't want to talk shit about micros, but it's difficult. difficult. It's like it's like 1985, and then no, really 21. It's a time capsule. It's like insane. Well, I, I we we had a server uh, two weeks ago, and we do a lot of private events. Like I said, we had a we had an eight o'clock breakfast, like a breakfast meeting for seventy people. Oh god! And all like high tops, but it was like this whole. All the food is out. People walk by, grab and go, coffee, 
morning mixer and um, one of the servers didn't show up. Mm. Of course. The other server yeah. was there at like 7.30 and nothing <laughs> was set up the night before. Oh. So that server had 70 people while he was like setting the party up. And I was like, holy shit, he had the literal server nightmare. He like- That's an actual server nightmare. That happened. Like, Wait, was I was so bad, um, man. I was like, dude, was I it the soda so only, or was it like, oh, was it open bar? I mean, no one's drinking it. Well, something. No, it's just open coffee bar. But like, they were supposed to have oh, all this coffee made. I need yeah. a bloody Mary bar, <laughs> Mikey. I don't know. What oh God, iced teas and coffees. No, just everywhere. Like, oh, no. that is like Tell the worst. And we, we, yeah, that that was a that but was. But Brandon, a, why are you shocked? Like, I would know if I said something up at eight o'clock that I'm gonna have half the staff have half the staff not show up. No, I, I would <laughs> there. I would have bought like I would have gotten on Amazon. I would I would have had full on blow up mattresses. We would have had a full on slumber party. I yeah. never would have let them leave that type of building. <laughs> Unless well, we do this a lot, you know, like it's a normal thing. Like it's oh, it's normal. normal for yeah, just go. We do. Yeah, we every night we have to set up. It's a whole lot of things. For like waited tables. Who do you have working for you? Nobody that works for us is up at eight in the morning unless they no, are up. I'm not, I'm barely up at eight o'clock. We let them know. It's a good. It's it's only two people working it, so it's like it's just a past thing. It's it's really easy to do. When I did the other podcast, Mikey with Brandon, I had to. I think it started at 8 30 and i literally set like five alarms eight thirty <laughs> in the morning yeah and i was just why like, the fuck would you do an 8 30 i don't know because i'm up at 5 30 every day i have oh, no idea that's so you no. yeah i know I'm, well, then, well, the thing is i have to then i go to work early in the morning i'm, I'm an early guy so i had to wear a challenge you but i'm doing that i'm just kidding yeah. Anything for you, Brandon. I, I waited tables um, two weeks ago on a Friday night. Me and another manager, we split this big room, and I was like, yeah. "I can do this." I know, Should right? I, I'm a like, badass. I, I got yeah. But man, I came in. Of course, has a racer to left in her. <laughs> all of my clothes were like dry cleaned with like the creases, and I'm like Johnny on the spike, like seven pens, and I was like, "I cannot, I cannot fuck up one thing." Like I'm full hands in, full hands out. I'm doing the. And the and the host is like triple seating me. Like, <laughs> what do you got there, big guy? What? Let's see if you can still run. I, I, it was it was. I had a lot of fun, but um, oh no, my was, whole team. Was, was I, I certainly when I did it. had a massive amount of uh, respect for what these guys do on a regular basis. Yeah, they were doing like 57, 67 covers. And my cover count was like twenty four, and I was just like, I killed it. I think at any given time, at least once a month, management should like take a server section. Absolutely. Let the server well, you figure run out. or essay or whatever, and then you take a section so you can see yeah. what their operation is. Like I am, I'm down with that. Yeah. I get a whole new respect for it all over again. You forget, yeah. you know what I mean? And um, I know instantly, like while I can, I mean, I can take orders and I know a lot about the menu and things, yeah. but um I I am very aware of how little I'm still contributing to the team. I'm I in those moments where I'm doing it, I'm not doing running side work. I'm not polishing glassware. I'm not doing the. You know what I mean? No, girl, I, I, I was trying to do all of that. I, I, I'm, not, I'm just not good enough to do it anymore. And so I know these guys are. I appreciate the hustle. Like I it's, appreciate that. Listen, it, it takes a village, girl, because it's like yes. while they're at their tables, I'm like somebody's stopping me, like, oh, one of the toilets downstairs is overflowing. And so I'm like fuck, I got to go over here. Give me the plunger. I got to do this. 
And then it's like, oh, I have a guest that has a allergy, but they got pistachios. Is that okay? I'm just like, yes, cool. Done with that. Now on to this. So it, it's Can I just more like, I, I'm my sure. IT guy is sorry. I'm listening to you, Mikey. No, my sure IT guy set me up with a. I have a, a second laptop that is has more charge. We just got that going. He's getting me some more sake. I'm here. Yeah. We're in this. Are we going yeah. all night? No, we have. We have thirty more. Minutes. Are we doing a fundraiser? Jen Fuller, guys, she said lead by example, and she is so freaking true with that. Yeah. So Jen Fuller is my right hand, like Aww. ever. So she, uh, she's my AGM, um, and it's her first management position. She used to be a bartender down on Broadway, and then was a bartender at Shohan, and then whenever we were opening Mockingbird. Uh, Manit and uh, Vivek were like, listen, Jen wants to get into management. Like, would you uh, consider her? Like, we highly recommend her. And although she has no management experience, like, she's hungry for it. And I'm like, sure, let's let's do it. And she's been with us since before day one. And That's I great. would Hi, not be able to live without her. I love you, Jen. But like Thank me you. and her are on the floor. Hi, we're buddy. going to drinks, we're busing, we're doing whatever it takes. See, I love that. That's like the old, that's to me, that's what I love going to the restaurant and doing. Like just, you see, so you see something, needs, I don't look at, that's my section. I look at the entire restaurant and I just go, what needs to be done? And I just move there. I just go towards it. And that's like, that's fun to me. Like right. that's busy. You're just hustling. 19 yeah. things happening at one time. Like, yes. I'm in my I manager one time tell me, I'm not gonna say who or where, but you don't tell me they said that's not my job. Do not no, tell like, me they said that. Um, no, I mean he came. I was like, I came up and he was busting my table on like a busy Friday or Saturday night or something. And I, you know, I was just like, oh my god, thank you. And he was just like, you don't need to thank me if you see me busting your table, it's a problem. And I was like, oh, why? Because you're thank you back then. Because <laughs> you're dead. Like I don't. What's okay. Oh, did I say thank you? I meant to say fuck you. <laughs> yeah, I mean exactly. I was like, I guess just because you're a piece of shit, that's a really big problem. <laughs> um, but that's it's weird. The only problem, the only time I have a problem with it is if I'm busting and then my team is just like shooting the shit or whatever. I'm like, okay, right. now we have a problem. That's a different, because, different story. I was gonna say, yeah, like if it's if I'm busting your table and you and there's like four folks outside like smoking and doing yes, stuff, then we have a problem. I mean, I'm just like, yo, hey guys, like we're still on a wait or we're still something, but I'm still yeah. like not an asshole about it. I think neither am I. I think I'm just gay snarky. It's just in my blood. And so I'm like, oh, cool. I didn't know we were close to this. I love it. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, let's just yeah, it was watch out the back. shows, everyone. Right. So you told the guests to leave. They didn't know that the restaurant was still open. They're okay. bad. <laughs> you know, I just. Yeah. <laughs> no, I'll tell you what. I mean, I just, I've never seen people hustle like they do inside this building ever. My whole almost 30 years in this business. Yeah. I couldn't ask for better folks to be around every day. Oh, Matt, Matt Leff uh, would like to see some more shit talked right now. He said that is the name of the show, right? Talking shit. Yeah. Talking Let's shit. Talk yeah. I mean, we're not talking about events. If we're going to talk about, I mean, Matt okay. Leff isn't doing events right now, as far as I know. But I, um, yeah, I mean, events. back in the day, those were the only, I mean, two years ago, we were down to only only doing events with Matt Leff. Like, if other things were coming up, we were like, ah, maybe. Um, 
but you know, I could go on and on. That's a whole nother podcast is how to not throw an event, um, how to not ask chefs to bring a thousand portions of some shit to Say your it louder for the people for in the back. Do not. <laughs> I mean, for real, for real. Oh, your email but, ask of like, oh, and yes, it's only fifteen hundred portions, and you'll get all this exposure. And yes. let me tell you, from someone who has tried, I tried letting Wells Fargo know that I was going to put them on Instagram, also from our Toots and Jack account, and that they would get great exposure for being a mortgage <laughs> company, this lender, um, yeah. in hopes that they would somehow discount my mortgage that month yeah. because I it was worked. discounting everything, uh, and it doesn't work. Oh, Apparently, shit. exposure is not worth as quite as much as some of these folks think. <laughs> yeah, so thanks, Matt Leff. Love you. Yeah, so like those are always fun to respond to like, okay, so what is the budget? And it's like, uh, well, there's no budget, but the exposure is this. I'm like, okay, god dang it. Like that's, uh, that's I'm gonna and stop. Stop with exposure. Don't fucking say that word one more time. I hate it. I mean, yeah. you, you guys get a lot. Do you guys, I know that um, over on the east side at Pelican and Pig, Nick Guidry gets yeah. so many, he gets these people that, that, Say, hey, I'm a blogger. I'm the influencers. Guy. I'm an yeah. influencer. Let me eat for free and I'll talk about you. And he just like straight screenshots it and puts that show he in really his And he like just says, I think, Fuck you. I think that's different for everybody. I mean, again, it doesn't get, it's not money and it's not asses and seats, which is money. Um, but it is kind of the way that things are happening now, right? Like it is the way that marketing happens now. I mean, you can pay $2,500 for a one-time full page ad in something in a print um, that is shot out to a specific demographic that they see once. And then where does it end up in recycling on the back of their toilet? I don't know, but it's only once. And so with, you know, things like, for instance, the last weekend, two weeks ago that I did wait tables, the entire section I had, which was like nine people, um, I was like, what the hell is going on? Every single one of them was ordering the exact same thing. And when I say the exact same thing, I mean, literally down to the cocktail, the exact same thing. It was the same like four or five things. And one of them finally, like an hour and a half into it, laughed and they were just like, well, I'm just here for the TikTok meal. And I said, what are you talking about? And we had somebody come in a few days before that and they had you know, and I looked and it was like 400,000 views when I'm sitting there, they had made some like semi little viral TikTok over our food. And so all of these people came in to get the TikTok meal. And that's how that works. Was like so those does, I mean, I will work with a certain amount of them. Um, potatoes but, and aioli, is that what they were going there for? That like, what is that potato? It, this you have there yeah it was well the fries and yeah. then um it was like the spicy crab noodles and yes, um the mind. short rib skewer the number two cocktail and the volcano roll and that's i mean everybody was ordering the exact same thing and it was wild yes. but you know that is how marketing is kind of happening now and it is the least expensive on us so like if i can get somebody who's you know it depends on their dynamic and or it depends on their following too their demographic are they local do they go towards a local crowd are they yeah. fashion bloggers who are in chicago i'm not interested in that but do they do like food and like happenings and things and do they live in nashville and are they in here um you know with four hundred thousand followers in nashville 
yeah. or people who want to come to Nashville and are looking for it with all the right hashtags. And what do they want me to do? Like buy them a bowl of ramen? That's great. Like, yeah, I mean, that's sure. thank you. You know, so it definitely depends, but you get a lot of asks that don't make any sense. And well, you get a lot of- In Nick's defense, it was right in the middle of a pandemic that they like were there just scrounging to like keep the play. I didn't get any in the during the pandemic. Oh no, I did get one and I was in it. Yeah, it's rude. It's like we're hoping to I don't I don't know if I can schedule you because I don't know if we'll fucking be open. Yeah. Yeah. Because that's the thing. we might close, the pandemic might close us down. I have no idea what's going on. So yeah, I mean it was, you know, well, a they, little they, they don't tip your they don't tip your staff either. So, right. No, we do. I mean, well, some of them do. I mean, I, you know, I've done it a few times and worked out deals with them. And I'm like, I'll buy you a dinner and whatever. And let's say it's, you know, two of them will do a hundred dollars, but you're going to leave a $25 tip. So I'm like, so bring 25 bucks in cash. You have one hour, take yeah. your shots. I'll feed you. And, and that's great. And, you know, they're usually like, we'll come early and things like that. So, I mean, it's, I think you have to dig, you have to dig through them because there are a lot of asks and a lot of them are insensitive and stupid and just don't make any sense, make any sense. Yep. Um, but I don't want to like say that it doesn't make any, you know, sense for as far as marketing goes, because yeah. that yeah. is the way of marketing now. And it is the way that you have reach uh, much further reach when you're talking about reaching 400,000 people and that stays there forever. You know, isn't it's, it insane? Because it's like, we had a group of women come in and they were in their 50s. And they're like, oh, there's 10 of us. And I was like. There was almost a situation. We're good. We're back. You stress you out with me saying there was a 10 top walk-in. So there yeah. was like 10, 10 women in their like 50s. And they're like, oh, we just came for the punch bag. And I was like, well, I, I'm sorry. I can't seat you at a table for if you're just going to order like 10 punch bags. Right. Um, you know, we can have you at the bar. But I don't have ten seats there, so this is a little tricky. Uh, let, let's try to figure this out. But I'm like, how did you hear about it? So like, oh, it's it's on TikTok. Like, right? We can, oh, we do that's it awesome. Before. And I yeah. was like, okay, cool. But then we have like 21 year olds that are on that same TikTok that are coming in for some like the demographic that it's like that it's yeah. is like 50 to 21 year olds. And I'm that's like, what I'm saying. And so if you if you do a print ad anywhere, um, you know, for like a full page print, that is a demographic that is likely to not reach 21 year olds unless right. they go to their parents home and it's on the back of their toilet and their downstairs yeah. room, yeah. you know, to be fair. And it's um, be that one time are they and gonna, they're going to motivate they're them to come here. Yeah. yeah. And so, and they, and it's not even your story to tell them, you know what I mean? Like most of these places are in your restaurant. They see live bustling things. Like it's yeah. kind of real time. Um, I don't know. I kind of enjoy it. I don't hate it. Um, I mean, some of the asks are outlandish and ridiculous. No, um, I, don't, I don't hate it either. Sure. I don't know how to use the, the, you know, the TikToks or whatever. I don't know how to do it. <laughs> I can barely Instagram. I can very Instagram. It's like it's a chore yeah. to have the Instagram. I'm like, ah, in the middle of the service. I'm like, oh, yeah. I gotta get a picture of that. How do I? I'm like, fuck. I'm like, I, what, I mean, I guess part of it for me too, and I don't know who runs anybody's, but I mean, I've been running our social media for six years now. Yeah. So it's, I've learned a lot. Again, I take it seriously, and it's a nightmare to learn about, and I'm nowhere near. Um, Wait, are you TikToking? I'm I'm going to. Yeah, I, am. I, I love it. Love TikTok. You love it. Love, I'm afraid I love, it. love it. I am obsessed with TikTok. 
I love it. I mean, I'm upset. I mean, I love TikTok. Can you it's put awesome. music to it like uh, the old yeah. Facebook? Because I love yeah. doing that so that people know my yes. name. Oh, you mean like my face? Oh, my face. Oh, no, sure. No, it's not like that. You not, are you Matt, not on TikTok, Mikey? The spray. Exactly. Matt said our print ads are next to the poopery spray. <laughs> Matt left. Anyways, yeah. I mean, I love TikTok and I, I don't, I don't hate, um, the influencer, I mean, situation Whoa. quite as we much as do, we need to go film some uh, one star reviews for you. What? On my TikTok, be fun. They just they I have some, you know, you it halfway ruined my damn Sunday afternoon. I'm sitting out on this beautiful, rainy afternoon oh, trying to, you know. Like, yeah, and I was like, let me look up some of these reviews. I screenshot no. it, really good ones. I just want to read the very beginning of one of them because this is how my favorite ones begin. Not even, I mean, first of all, this is like, I don't even know, like a 550 word dissertation in ramen from this person. And it begins, I am a renowned ramen cook in Seattle. That's what you need to know. We, we have, we, uh, you have my attention. Yeah. Um, and he's also a white guy, so interested. And then this guy, Kevin. I mean, I I'm sorry, Kevin. I did put you on the internet, and I'm pretty sure that other people talked to you on the internet as well after it, because he got us. It, this was late March 2020, so we were closed. We had just reopened um, for takeout only, and he ordered. You know, this was again like when these places like. Um, Postmates and Grubhub and all this stuff—they put you on their, they put you on their platforms without even asking. without you knowing. Like yeah. you, yeah, it's not even a non-consensual thing. Like you have absolutely no idea that's happened, mm -hmm. and so you just have people showing up and they're just like, "Hi, I'm here to pick up a Grubhub order," and you're like, "I mean, I have no idea what you're talking about," and so then they have to place the order, and because the driver doesn't know either, the driver thinks that the order has gone through. I mean, and so they show up 20 minutes after the order has been placed to pick up this order. And then we're like, we don't know what you're talking about. So we're slammed, you know, slammed with takeout orders. And so it's 25, 30 minutes until they get that order ready. And that driver usually cancels it because that's really shitty um, because that's 30 minutes of their time wasted. You know, they, they're not making any money in that 30 minutes. That's not fair to them. So they cancel it. So yeah, this guy left this amazing review about ordered from 210 Jack early in the day yesterday for delivery due to the virus shutdown and he just lives down the street and the order was abruptly canceled by the restaurant. He ordered for delivery at 5:45. The order was abruptly canceled by the restaurant at approximately 5:30. So, you know, my thing is that like, I'm pretty impressed that we have a space time continuum that <laughs> is, in, is inside of here. That was, that was, I mean, I didn't even know about it. I'm still looking for that hole to crawl into. Um, but yeah, I mean, now Grubhub says it might be five to 10 business days before they, you know, credit his card and it's all what the fuck and blah, blah, blah. And it's cussing out Grubhub, but it's given us a one-star review. I had nothing to do with this. Like this we have nothing. Is this on Yelp? Literally, yeah, this is a Yelp review. It's a one-star Yelp review that we got. You, because get, of, you can get those erased. Oh, I know, but it's funny. And I kind of. That's funny, so let's just leave it there. Well, it's Shane, fun. you know Shane Nasby is awesome at Honey Fire Barbecue in I Bellevue. Love Honey Fire. Yes. I love Honey Fire. We got a one-star review from a woman who tried to go online at ten thirty in the morning before they opened, and she was like, "This place is terrible. 
they wouldn't even take my order. And it's like, we're not even open. (laughs) And she goes, and they were out of barbecue, one star. And and so Shane got on. He's like, "Um, yeah, we're closed. We have plenty of barbecue at 11 when we're open. When we're open. But who goes to Target 30 minutes before they're open and, like, bangs on the door and is like – um, that's, that's you a need to be open. One star target. We get reviews that's for that thing too. We get reviews knocking us saying like, "Oh, it was hot outside. They didn't open their doors. Like they saw us out there." It's like, yeah, because we're not ready for y'all yet. We open at four, and so the doors right. open at four. And also, like, hey guys, we have nothing to do with the weather. No, and people cuss us out all the time. Like they're just like, "Well, Google says you're open until 11. and I'm like, I don't. Let me tell you, if I had any control over Google, I would not be standing here having a conversation with your dumb ass. It would not be happening. And if I had any control over the weather or if I knew in advance what kind of weight we were going to be on at 730 next Wednesday, I would not be working here. I would not be having a conversation with you. Can I just tell you that like the the happiness, friends, I don't know what the what the term is for this, but it's 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 happiness as well as stress. Like when mm-hmm. before we open for brunch, a line forms outside of our door at like ten o'clock in the morning. We open at ten thirty. We open at ten thirty in the morning, so they're, I know they're gonna be waiting out there for thirty minutes. And I'm just like, oh my god, I, I'm very happy that we have these guests, but I'm also like stressed, like how the fuck all those people don't have reservations because I see our reservation, yeah. yeah, and we have forty, but out there it looks like it's sixty. And how are we going to handle this? A, I'm going to come storm the line soon and just be like, "Excuse me, I know the chef." Yeah. <laughs> or, no, he takes them all. I do, well, I'll I t- show you the seating uh, well, chart. I, I, I tell them that you know, please, like a, a table maybe another 15 minutes or so. Just let me get the 10:30 yeah. reservations in, and they're like, "Oh, the bar's right there. Can we go sit at the bar?" And I can't say no. I can't yeah. be like, "Oh." No, the bar is off my, no, my lips are closed. I was super glued. <laughs> I, do, I do take it in as as an, as an, on the basis, but like we the amount of people. No, we don't take money. Well, which yeah. so that I can get more gray hair and have a heart attack before I'm fifty. Well, because we are a business. I anyway, love this down here. This comment, Jason Ellis, but you have open tables. Yes. <laughs> that is that is exactly what they're looking around. They're like, oh, but that one is open. That one. Like, no, 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 that's reserved for somebody who has foresight. Yes, like <laughs> right. And there's also, even if not, there's like 28 names ahead of you. So, yeah. so thank you so much for pointing that out. I'll see any of them. The response is like, oh, it's hot outside, or yeah. it's raining outside. I'm like, I'm sorry. That, I, hey, facts are facts. I, oh, people, we, I didn't even, like, screenshot any of the reviews. But, like, sometimes I mean, people are just like, oh, my God, I got my food, and I was swarmed by flies. Yeah. And I'm like, I, you're outside. I don't, yeah, in uh, August. I don't know why you chose – I don't know why you were willing to sit outside in August. We have a, we have a guest that's going to come on. He has to <gasps> tell stories. But Aaron Clemens is making is comments here. I'd like to point out this really cool article here. And the brand new edible Nashville issue. Yay! Look at this. The Earl oh. of Sandwich. Aaron Clements. I think that's you right there, Aaron, isn't that? Love me some Aaron. The uh the man, the myth, the legend. Bill. I'll tell you what. It's true. 
Hey, we got Bobby T wants to jump on here. Yeah. All right. Where's Bobby at? What up, Bobby? <laughs> Bobby T. Roy? Are you at work? What up, Bobby? Well, it's. Is you here, Bobby? Roy? I think there's a lag. There's a lag. There's a lag. Okay. Your internet's slow. Can you hear me? I think there's a lag. There's a lag. Oh, yeah. I can't hear you. Okay. Your internet's slow. Yes. Can you turn the bar? It looks like St. Stephen. Oh, yeah. I can't hear you. Oh, you're at St. Stephen? Yes. From a T-Roy McFarland. It looks like St. Stephen. Oh, yeah. Something's happening. There's weird feedback. Yeah. Hopefully, call us back. I just muted it so that. Excuse me, caller. I can't hear you. <laughs> caller. I just busted him out. Um, <laughs> Matt left that he's on dial-up. <laughs> okay, so you guys. So um, three weeks ago, I went to um, this place in East Nashville for the first time ever. It's a karaoke place, but a very small hole in the wall place. Okay. And uh, I had Miller Lite for the first time. And I was like, you this is tiny, cool. like Franz or something? Yes, it was Franz. You went to Franz? <laughs> yes. I love it. I love and it. And I was like, okay, they only have Miller Lite. They didn't have, they didn't have uh, bourbon. So I was like, okay, cool. Yeah. I'll do a Miller Lite. And I was like, this tastes like sparkling water. I like it. So then we went to um, the- This tastes place. like sparkling water. It's yeah. like a Topo Chico with a little flair. <laughs> like a Topo Chico with a twist. <laughs> but then we went to have burgers after that at uh, Dino's. Yeah. And uh, I was like, you know what? I'll have a, the champagne of beers because I just had one for the first time and I kind of like it. And they, there was a shorting. And I finished it and I was like, this is such a cute fucking glass. And I yeah. wanted to take it and do something with it. And so, like, I had finished it, and I had, was taking it with me, and this person stopped me at the door, and they were like, "Yeah, good try. You're not taking that with you." And I was like, and so, like uh, "What am I trying?" And she was like, "Yeah, no." What I, am I trying? And I was like, "It's empty. Like, I swear, like, I know all the ABC shit. I'm not. I know I all the rules. I'm such a rule She like literally took it out of my hand. I was like, "What?" I really, I really wanted to take it to work and use it like it'll, it'll get brought yeah. or something. And I was like, what the fuck? "Is that against you the should definitely, You should definitely leave a one star review. Zero <laughs> yeah. stars if I could. But like, is that against the law? Zero stars if I could. An empty like bottle with me? Is that against the law? I don't know. No, I don't think so. Oh, oh, look at the puppy. Oh, he's so pretty. All right, Jess, I'm going to do it. I'll be right back. Okay, go get Wait, your dog. Are we bringing our puppies? Like, yes, puppy cam. We can bring dogs? He's so free. Yeah, and speaking of Dino's, they did the dog calendar. Jess, I know, it's so good. Forever Friends, um, yeah. stuff. Abby, she's wonderful. She's did you do it? Uh, yeah, she woo, She makes all these little, like, collars. Good. Where are you going? I went and I asked for it and they were sold out. And I was like, fuck, because Brian and I are in the back of there with like, with Helen uh, Sarvey, Helen Sarvey, Hal and Harvey. <laughs> Hal and Harvey. 
but they were sold out. Did you get a copy of it? Oh, Brandon! No, I didn't get any. Brandon! I Look got my dog. Okay, what is her name again? Is it like Dolly or? This is Dolly. Yes. Dolly. I love her. <laughs> and she, she, she's like a Bernadoodle. She's right? a Bernadoodle. Yes. God, I love her. Look at dogs. We all have our dogs. We didn't know this was going to be a dog park. But here we are. A dog party broke out on our podcast. <laughs> Mine's wiggling. Oh, Mine's going wild. Mine's <laughs> 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 back down. <laughs> we all got him now. This is awesome. Where's Trey? Trey's over here. He's watching. He's my tech support and he's hanging out. Okay. I think one of them. And he's on dog duty. I think one of them pets guests. I think he's being such a good boy. We need to weigh a bowl of ramen. Just an estimate. I'm gonna have Trey weigh a bowl of ramen because before, before we get completely off of reviews, which I totally want to do. One of the common things is like that our ramen are small portions, and I don't know who these people are. I am not a small human. A bowl of ramen fills me up, and I eat a lot of food. I don't know who these people are saying that a bowl of ramen is a small portion. Trey is on his way to the kitchen right now to weigh the contents of a bowl of ramen so that we can finally know here and now, live on this podcast, how much this small portion of ramen is that we Wait, Is sell. it a recent review, Jen? Oh, it happens like all the time. People just get pissed about anything and they're just like, and the ramen, like it's so small and I left hungry. I don't know who the fuck is leaving hungry out of here. Yes. But we're going to find out. We're going to find out. Is it being weighed right now? With, with yes. well, How much does the bowl weigh? He's, oh, you know he's going to do it right. He's going okay. to weigh the scale. That. We're okay. good here. We're going to tear okay. the scale. We're going to weigh the broth. We're going to weigh the toppings. He's in the kitchen. Oh, this is exciting. I'm very oh, excited. Can you hear us? Are you there? Can you hear me? Yeah. Not left. I still am hearing feedback. I'm hearing my voice. Like, yeah, there's a big echo. I just muted him. Too right. Hey. Oh. Does that work? I can hear you. I think I can hear you in real time now. Is there like a bit of an echo or what? Yeah, no, no, it's not really Serious? You guys, what food is there to order this late? I completely forgot to order dinner. Matt Laugh, you stay out of this with your two bowls. I've never seen you eat two bowls here. Wow Bao is such a lie. Wow Bao does not. I tried to order from there before. They did not. There's a bit of an echo. Yeah. What food is there to order this late? Damn it. You got me craving too, I know. I'm gonna be on my way. I'm just gonna come over and bring Robin. We're gonna have a sleepover. Please, oh, I, I want to bathe in it. <laughs> we can oh, bring that. Wait, is Man vs. Fries a real restaurant? Or is that a ghost restaurant? What? Hey, what a photo shoot that would be, though. You bathing in a bathtub. <laughs> in the bathtub, covering Robin. That would be pretty great. Actually. Coming soon, guys. Coming soon. Yeah. <laughs> Mikey bathed in ramen. 
So we've my been watching this show alone. Speaking of like things like that. Have you guys watched alone? Everybody told me to watch alone and it's psycho. It's completely crazy. People dropped off on like Vancouver Island or like in Patagonia and they're like completely alone and they have to fend for themselves and catch fish. They have like literally nothing but like a backpack and an ax and like what? Oh, uh, okay. Maybe I'll watch it. It sounds terrifying. It is terrifying. There's actual bears and pumas and yeah, no. you hear that, Ron? Bears. <laughs> I'm good with that. I think my you can tell I, I think my eyebrows are Does that work? It is terrifying. There's actual bears and pumas and Oh Matt, I do remember that. After that you sent yep, I do remember you doing the two bowls at the end of the bar. You're right. Yep. No joke. No joke. But that was after lots of beers. And no small plates. And Kate uh, has said, "Man, for she was she was going in right here with this. Uh, yeah, with the weird echo. Adorable demon there, barking. What there is to order late night? And she said, "Man versus fries." So they have a fucking dish called Helladilla. It's a hella big flour tortilla with hella cheese and hella meat. <laughs> I'm here for that. So, I'm here for that. But would my Mexican ancestors be rolling in their graves? Not no, to say that, like, no, I think no. they are. They're like, order that goddamn quesadilla. When I was 16 and stuff, it was like only 16, 19, whatever. It was literally only crystals, and you had to physically go there. If somebody would have brought me a hella dilla to my actual fucking front porch at 3 a.m., I mean, I mean, I would. I feel like we miss I the mean. old Nashville charm because we've only lived here five years. We missed all of the the crystals only situation. It um, wasn't really charming. It was more like everybody was kind of like messing around, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> we missed the meth days. I wouldn't call it charming. <laughs> all right. It wasn't really well, charming. More yeah, like there's still a feedback that's repeating this my messing around joke. <laughs> Good joke, though. Repeat away. <laughs> 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 All right. There's the echo. T Roy, I'm so sorry, man. Oh, it's repeating my messing around. I'm here. There it is. It's back in here. <laughs> I'm going to mute it. All right, guys. Well, hey, look, we are right towards the end here. You guys are getting food. And my dog just took a nice big steamer right here in front of me. <laughs> Puppies. I love it. I'm like, oh, I'm in a cloud of it. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah. Hold on. But Brandon, we have to wait because Trey is weighing a bowl. Here he comes. Okay. Bring it on. If you missed it. Wait, should we take bets on how much it weighs? Like, uh, I want to say 1.25. Okay. How many? What? We went ounces. A bowl of ramen way, not the actual bowl, but the food contents inside of a bowl that get star Yelp reviews with for being so small. Yeah, liquid everything. Like what's and you can get like you know an extra, you know, four ounces of noodles or whatever to soak up more liquid. But like our standard bowl of ramen, the food contents that are so small, they left hungry. Yeah, I'm going one point two five pounds. What does that equal in ounces? 20. Okay. Why are you a mathematician? Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't drink. I'm. Um, <laughs> does make you smarter. Um, what, you know, in some respects, it makes you smarter. Not all no. 
And they How sell- much is the weight, Trey? <laughs> okay, Kate is guessing 22 ounces. Which, Brand, do the math there. How about that? I, 22 oh. ounces? Be 1.3476972. Fucking That's like a five. <laughs> it's like 1.1444 shit. What are you talking about? Yeah. Nobody's doing algebra here. Yeah, um, yeah it's 1.375. Kate nailed it. It's 22 Wait. ounces. Was it? 22, yeah, it's 1.37 pounds. 1.38. Yeah, you were just under. You said 20 ounces. You, said 20 ounces. you win. Price is right. Nike wins. I think Chris wins. Four million ounces. But yeah, I mean, for almost one and a half pounds of food, and it takes three days to make, and it's $16. It's like, I don't, it's about the best we're going to be able to do. So, no, sorry. Kate, you win something, Kate. I don't know what you win, but you win something for nailing it literally right on the head. You win. Just from Harvey. Oh, a oh. kiss from Harvey, which is like, oh, he never gives kisses. That's weird. He never gives kisses. Kate, um, you can come in and I'll give you a free bowl of of heavy ass ramen. You better you not go there without me. Oh, she's not. Yeah. On the door then, right if you bring now. if you bring Brian and Mikey to me, you can have a you free guys, bowl. Jess, if you still are regular, then oh my god. <laughs> so, Kate, for the past four years, every Christmas has given us an ornament of one of our most popular dishes. Oh, I love that so much. These ornaments. She made a dish. It said the Mockingbird. It had pieces of steak on there. It had broccolini. It had a waffle on it. I was like, how the (laughs) fuck did you? Yeah, the whole thing. She did a punch last year, like a little punch. I want a ramen ornament. So, uh, (laughs) Kate. So she's not Kate. in the restaurant world, but she loves like local restaurant tours and she supports local. So uh, if you go there, Kate, take us with you. Yeah, you better bring him. I will text you. Bring him. So she's there. She will be our server while we're there. Oh, <laughs> will be your server. If you, if you bring them in, I will wait on you. You will have free comments. It will be the worst service you've ever had. Um, <laughs> Your ramen might come out. It might be like 40 minutes. I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. Zero stars if you could. Yeah. Zero stars if you could. Yeah. Won't be back. No. I'm going to tell all, all right. my friends. To you, I'm going to pull you out of the frame. Sorry, dude. I love it when people say that. I'm like, great, please. Because if your friends are like you, then yes, please tell them. I know. That's my favorite. When they're like, won't be back. I'm like, thank fucking God. Thank you. <laughs> thank you. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what? I love you so much. I love you. Like, because like we love hard, but also when somebody does us wrong, it's just so hard to like come back from that. You know what I mean? Like Yeah, it is because hospitality is is our blood. I mean, it's who we are. And so it's emotional, it's personal. And yep. when you attack me, you're not just attacking me, you're attacking my mother, like my grandmother, yeah. her mother. Like I learned how to do this yep. from generations and it's just, it's who I am. And so yeah. when you attack that, like, I mean, I'm, I'm old and wise enough now, I'm old enough now to know that it's not all, it's not me, it's definitely yeah. them. But 
Um, but I mean, of course there are valid complaints, right? And you want to hear that. Oh, 100% and they're hard to hear, but I mean, I'm, oh, I want to hear them. And if I mess up, I mean, it's if we mess up, it's the first, I'm the first person to ever apologize. I mean, I'm the first person to make it completely right. And, um, but yeah, some of the comments are just so stupid. Yeah. <laughs> like they just really are. Yeah. Or if it's something like you just can't do anything about it. Like I, when, like the reason why I'm drinking half this bottle of bourbon today, I had a guest that was just like, I told my server I did not like onions and they're still in the salad. I was like, sir, that that's fennel. Like, that's not onion. And he's no. like, then I don't like that. And I was like, okay, but it's fennel. <laughs> so like, I, I, what do you want us to do? And he's like, well, they, they also messed up because there's no honey mustard. And I said, I wanted honey mustard. I was like, it's tossed in honey mustard. That's why like it's, that's, the, why the lettuce is wet? It's because it's in that. Yeah, it's, it's wet. Yeah, and it's like, well, I don't like it. And I'm like, okay, cool. Then what can you, I do? You no, know, I think we can all agree though. You really can't fuck around with people's honey mustard because yeah, very true. Honey mustard is a serious situation. It is, and we make delicious honey really mustard. Yeah, I could drink it. Mustard. I would like it. But you guys. When you come in next time and I'm going to be your server for your free ramen, will you bring me like a bottle of honey mustard? Yes, <laughs> okay. we will. Because like, and and Grill also has fantastic honey mustard. <laughs> what, what, wait, what place? Green Hills Grill. Oh, y'all are welcome. Come on, let's do this in my place. Fantastic honey mustard. Ted's Montana, because Ted's Montana Grill also has really good honey mustard. But yeah, but those little, like, little chicken fingies and the honey mustard. I love green what honey mustard is made from is the question because I just learned that recently. Where is honey mustard from? Yeah, how it's made. What you mean with honey and mustard and mayonnaise? Do no, you there's no mayonnaise. There's no mayonnaise. There is two mayonnaise. How are you making honey mustard? What are you talking about? Right, you told me it's honey and it's mustard, and that's no, it's one hundred percent mayonnaise. There has to be mayonnaise. And there has to be mayonnaise. Wait, we don't use mayonnaise in ours. Maybe that's what they got. Yes, These are Sally's mayonnaise to you to keep your marriage. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> He's lying. That's lie. That's a marriage lie right there because he doesn't want you to be grossed out if you hate mayonnaise or something. I love mayonnaise. He hates oh. mayonnaise. Oh, well, Wait, so maybe the kitchen's lying to him. Somebody's putting mayonnaise in that honey mustard. It's the only way it's good. Why is it, why is it not called honey mayo? Because people mustard. think that they hate mayonnaise <laughs> and that it makes them fat. It was the 80s. It's fine. But it's definitely a mayonnaise-based sauce. There's like, it's like four quarts of mayonnaise, like two tablespoons of mustard and two tablespoons of honey. <laughs> you can just jazzercise it off. It's fine. Oh my God, get me Jane Fonda on this podcast right now. I tell you what, guys, this um, this has been fun. I have enjoyed the hell out of this. It's such a departure from what we normally do on the show, and I love it. Love it, too. I think this is a, a fun thing, and uh, we're going to do this again on August the 1st. It's another Sunday night. It's in three weeks. Okay. I think it's in three weeks. We will have another episode of Talkin' Shift. Same format, same kind of a deal. But all the people that are here now will come back. I'm going to have different guest hosts. We're going to switch it up. But you guys can still come on yeah, and play with will. us. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to go over to Brian and Mikey's, and we're all going to be in PJs. Yes. Yeah, and we're going to be, like, is super high. <laughs> 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 Just so you know. 
I woke up late for my nothing. I couldn't find my weed pen, so I'm extra normal tonight. <laughs> Next time. Next time. Uh, well, thanks so much for having us. This was a ton of fun. I, I loved spending my Sunday evening with uh, fellow industry peeps and friends of industry. So, Boys. yeah, thank you. Thank you. Well, we have to all come together. You Welcome. We definitely come to the Green Hills Grill. Definitely come to Maribel at seven o'clock in the morning. We won't be ready. Yeah, don't be ready. <laughs> wow. Don't come to Mockingbird at seven a.m. No. No. Don't do it. Don't do it. Uh, but do. Um, do check out on the other, just to give myself some shameless promotion, yeah, National Restaurant Radio. Um, we have new podcasts every Monday and sometimes on other days when we feel like doing it. I'm going to turn this into a podcast and produce it and put it out on National Restaurant Radio. So this will be yeah. the Talking Shift podcast we put out. And you guys can share it, do whatever you want with it. And people can listen to the calamity and hilarity that was the last two hours people <laughs> driving their car going what the fuck are they talking about it's good now i'm just two bottles of sake in this no, started off so structured. it's it. only gonna get more interesting <laughs> you guys want to stay and talk i'm gonna go dog poop Listen, our dogs just chewed this off of the wall, so we got to go. Put this oh, I love it. I <laughs> love it. About, right it there. Fine. So good. <laughs> thank you guys so much. Brandon, for thanks for this. doing this. We this really love it. Yeah, it's thank a lot you so fun. much. Yeah. Everybody out there, thank you for listening. Come back. Go to our Facebook group. We've got a group called Talk and Shift. If you have stories, put them. You can put them in that group right there and share them. Do not post that you have a job available for anybody. Do not post. Just if you want to go post in the group, silly stories, shit that went down, funny stuff. That's This is about people who work in this industry for an outlet. We want this to be something that's going to be fun. So uh, please feel free to join the group. It's a wide open group. You don't have to like answer any questions. I don't fucking care. Just, just get in there and have fun. <laughs> and um, we'll do this again on... Um, what day? August 1st. It's a Sunday night, 9 o'clock to 11 o'clock. Thank you all for joining us, and um, good night, everybody. Good night. Good night. Thanks, guys. Support